Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I'm your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am again with... Justin Flowers. Woo! Alright, so thanks for coming on the show. No problem, man. So a lot has happened. Yeah, this has been a crazy week so far. (laughs) I think we always lead with this has been a crazy week so far, but it really is like that sometimes. Uh, You know, or actually, it's like that all the time. Yeah, but But, this this week's especially, man. Yeah. Alright, so let's get into it. So, let's start with the small stuff. Alright. Or at least the small thing. So, Hellboy is uh, now moving from January 11th next year to April 12th. The remake or reboot. Yeah. I don't know if I can call it. I guess it's a reboot because, like, the franchise kind of died off after the Golden Army. Yeah. That was a great movie. You know, I actually like that. Like, it was great. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I really I, don't understand. I, I mean, I get it. I guess it didn't have like the buzz it needed to really like allow for a third. Right. But personally, I mean, I thought Hellboy One was eh, okay, mm-hmm. but like the second one, comparatively speaking, was was better. Like just arguably just better. Right. So I mean, I guess I'm glad for the reboot. I'm, I'm kind of concerned about the fact that it's now uh, like the dude from Stranger Things. I mean, oh. <laughs> Oh, that was well, my I mean, yeah, no. That was I mean, my issue. I guess that's a concern too. We should probably be on the lookout for that. But. Yeah, I'm like Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Like he's yeah. he, uh, he's he was he's born ugly. Yeah, he is Hellboy personified, and Dang. he's got a heart of gold. Oh my god, he's a likable guy. It's perfect. I mean, it's just me. Let's hope it. Let's hope it goes well. I want to. I want to be optimistic, but I'm not really. <laughs> yeah, and I think this kind of says that they have a lot of hope for the movie if they're moving it to April because Shazam comes out that month too. Yeah, and you know January is kind of looked at as like the throwaway month. Like you just fucking... these are just throwaways. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like they put all the underworlds there. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know those got better with time. Did they? No, I mean, they a didn't. little bit. They really did. Marginally? No, not even marginally. <laughs> you know the last underworld movie I watched, which was the the last the Lycans uh, one. The no, of the Lycans that was or? that was three. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, they've they've made two more since then. Okay, I'm late. <laughs> but the yeah. last one I watched, I was so fucking pissed off because, like, for like three or four movies, I had been like, "All right, when are they gonna fucking bring back uh her like love interest?" Yeah, the the dude with the thing, the hybrid yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, get, like the bad guy was like, yeah, I killed him a long time ago, and I've been like drinking his blood and shit like that." And I was like, "That's such a what? piss in the face to like people who like really were invested in his story." Also, spoilers. Thanks, man. I didn't know. It's about okay that. because I'm saving you the trouble of watching <laughs> the fucking movie, going like, "Oh, I guess what? I can't wait to see a fucking know, Michael right? show up." They spent a long time hyping him up, like three movies getting him, you know, getting him there, and then just. He's gone. Just I think what the thing I think the issue was that the guy didn't want to come back and they were just like, All right, how are we gonna revolve yeah. how are we gonna get past this bullshit? And then they just finally like gave up they trying to convince him. him. Off. Yeah. yeah, and they were just like, Yeah, he he's dead. Yeah. And then Kate Beckinsale tries her hardest to act like she, she, her heart's broken and shit. And it but was in reality, so she's over there being a savage, getting paid millions <laughs> for these movies and like doesn't have to do a whole lot. Like she doesn't have to learn a whole lot of script, you know? Right. Like does that the, yeah, she just kind of looks cool. Yeah, right. Like, she just like gets on like the suit and like gets some guns and like shoots things for like two hours. Like she doesn't have to do a whole lot and probably makes a ton of mo- money off these movies. At one point, she was going to be Wonder Woman. Really? Wow. This was I like didn't know that. 
Yeah, this I mean twice. This was back in like wow. 2006. I would have liked to see that. I feel like. Well, in the in 2006, this was around the time when like Superman Returns and X Men Three was coming out. Yeah, and they were like getting ready. Like they got Joss Whedon who hadn't made the Avengers yet, but he had came off of Buffy. Yeah, and so they were like, "Yeah, you're the guy." And the script for it was like really. It definitely wasn't the Wonder Woman that we saw. Like it was oh. kind of cheesier. Ah, uh, okay. it wasn't really. It, mm. it it didn't really have the vibe that you would have wanted to see. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, but uh, I guess I'm glad they didn't go with that <laughs> one then. I still feel like she would have done. She would have done great. Like a good job as Wonder Woman though. I wanted her to be a cheetah. The bad guy in this ah, thing. Yeah, and, and Wonder, Wonder Woman's Woman. like it's like Wonder Woman's arch enemies. Like, yeah, she's like one of the top ones. So that that would have been cool. That would have been great. She would have done great as Cheetah. Man, well instead they cast the the comedian from fucking Saturday Night Live to fucking play it. Which one? <laughs> like wh- and why? Like I mean, she's a great actress. Um, um uh, she was in Ghostbusters. Oh, the two th- oh. the two thousand. <laughs> I like how you say that. Oh. Oh. I was, like I, I, I kind of remember, and I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a letdown compared to Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, they're trying to go like for a Batman Forever vibe, which always is, <laughs> <laughs> which is always, and then he laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kristen Wig. That's what they yeah, okay. and she's supposed to play a crazier version of Cheetah, so I can kind of see it. Like if I if if I can envision her in like a Cheetah outfit with yeah. her like big crazy eyes, yeah, I kind of see it. Okay, so, uh, I'll co-sign on this. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for a yeah, trailer, for a trailer to yeah. be like, I don't like it, though. It's <laughs> my new nerd voice. Please stop. <laughs> Good okay, God. Okay, I'll go back to I'll go back to this. Yeah, that's, that's so much better. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Good. All right, well, moving on. <laughs> uh, Todd Phillips, over the after our episode last week on Friday... Uh, Todd Phillips like posted a video of Joaquin Phoenix, uh, like makeup test, and it was they revealed his Joker look. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I think maybe they should try again. <laughs> like I, I know the Joker is like a real hot topic for pretty much all DC fans. I get it. I'm just not really liking this one so far. Like, was it? Is it the red nose? I think that, and like, <laughs> like the makeup just seems kind of off to me. I, maybe it's also the casting. I'm not a huge fan of him being the joke. Like, I, I kind of top to bottom don't like anything about this so you far. You know, I've, you know, sometimes I have to survey like casting choices with like my white friends, like to see how they gauge it. And the Joker is very popular. Yeah, in that crowd, and I'm like, oh, guess what? Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker movie and then they all go oh shit Joaquin's doing it and I'm like oh shit I didn't know Joaquin's currency was that high <laughs> I know really when I, I when I found I out I was like uh, I didn't I didn't know it was that high but I like Joaquin Phoenix and a lot of things and he's a well-respected actor yeah I just uh, don't necessarily like him for this I guess but you know we all every joker that gets cast has to go through this yeah like we all take them through the ringer. Yeah, like, like I, like I think, uh, and this is before my time, but Jack Nicholson when he got cast, apparently people were saying he was too old, and yeah, you know, but he's still one of my favorite Jokers. Yeah, and then when Heath Ledger got cast, the first picture that they released was a small, tiny JPEG image, and it was like a silhouette, or not a silhouette, but it was like his face, but. It was like a spotlight over his face, and you just saw you saw the mask or the white face, yeah, and you saw the, yeah. the scars on his mouth. And yeah. people had only known him off of Brokeback Mountain. That was the most prolific thing he had done 
right. recently coming off of that and going into the Dark Knight, people were just like, oh, really? That guy? Yeah. You're going to get that guy to play the Joker? Really? But then he came out to be one of the He came best. out pretty clean. Like, I he, mean, he came out clean. Most people argue that Heath Ledger's Joker is like kind of the can, blueprint now. You, you like, can mimic it. Or, I mean, you can like, you can pretend to do his mannerisms. You can quote. He has the best like quotes Oh, yeah. He has stuff. like his, uh, his psychology in the Dark Knight movie was, was great. Like, He's not this like completely unhinged psychopath. Like he's oh, he's totally unhinged, but he's no, smart. he's like he's like he's he's not unhinged. He has a plan. He has a really good plan. The and that's kind of what I didn't like was that he was way too organized. I thought it was great. The fact that he's like he's got a plan, but it's like it's like point A to point B. He doesn't have like points A. He one, doesn't have two, it three, completely four. Like out. he's basically <laughs> got like all right. I'm here. I want to go here, and the whole way to get to point B from a is like what you want to see because it's all crazy and chaotic i think like, the anarchy aspect of him felt really real like real world like yeah, like, like somebody I, I believe there could be somebody out there that could just be like oh like, there's yeah. chaos like in one of the Great. earliest scenes you know he's got his little minions running around and like the messing with batman they're pulling out guns and stuff and then like out of nowhere they're just like you know what this is stupid and it just like pulls out a rocket launcher and i was like wow we are 30 seconds in this is a lot <laughs> And then, like, he just, you know, he gets that big pile of money. He's like, you know what? And just, like, burns it. And everyone's well, like, that was great. That yeah, was... right? Like, and then, like, the interrogation scene is great. It's great. Because, like, he's, that, he's they just teach that in films. I think they teach that in film school. It Matter of fact, just... when I was in film school, my teacher showed us that scene. Because you could break that scene down, yeah, like, it's... shot for shot, and kind of realize who has, like, the power in that scene. Like, you know. Yeah. I, I really, I personally... Um, my favorite Joker is Heath Ledger. I think he did the best job of any of them. My father was <laughs> yeah. a drinker <laughs> and a fiend. <laughs> yeah, your Joker impression for Heath Ledger is spot on, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty good. Me out a little bit, but it's good. I'm pretty good at joke. Uh, most of the Jokers. You gonna you gonna be Black Joke for Halloween this year? When we I thought that? about it. I I thought about that or being the Riddler because I like all uh, the yeah. quotes from the Jim Carrey movie. I think if I was gonna be like a Batman related character, I feel like. Yeah, and I don't want to hear nothing from anyone about this either. Mm. I feel like I'm gonna to have to be like black teenage Damian Wayne, and like <laughs> I know everyone's gonna have something to say about this, <laughs> especially our friends. I know be, they have be, heat for me, but like good. I just I, I feel like that's like the best character that I could portray. Mm. Like kind of makes sense if you like know me. You, I mean, yeah, I appreciate you not roasting me right now. There's not a lot of quotes there that you do. For that Halloween, you just he doesn't show up. he doesn't talk much. Yeah, hey, I'm like, come on, it's it's me, bro. Like this is the most I talk all year. Yeah, so is, I think I might do the Riddler one. That's a cheap costume too. Yeah, it's, it's spandex. Easy. Yeah, I mean, get some hair dye, like a cane, like a question mark cane, right? I think it's like his yeah. thing. Yeah, riddle me this. You gotta get some riddles though, man. Yeah, like, what kind riddles? of a man has bats on the brain? I'm Batman. <laughs> like, I like I don't know. Like, I gotta imagine that's the only answer. Like, yeah, a, a bat keeper is there? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't, but but the, back to Joaquin. Yeah. I think. Well, we entirely skipped over Jared Leto, but yeah, I mean, I think can we not? Did, can I we think he did a great about... job. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck all the guys who hate Jared Leto. Like, I get I it. I don't hate him. I just really don't feel like his portrayal was great. A, I mean... Because, like, if you think that Heath Ledger was too in control as Joker, this dude is in a club. Like, what? Oh, he's, well, got, he's the like, clown or, prince of crime. Yeah, he's got organized tattoos that, like... It wasn't organized. But I do think the damage tattoo was too far. 
on his yeah, forehead. Yeah, it was a little obnoxious. I mean, but I think... Uh, he has all the little ha-has and the mouths tattooed on him as if, as if we don't know he's the Joker. I get it, but the it was... slick back green... Like, I got complaints. Well, they all have a story, and I like that. Like, the the tattoo on his hand with the smile, like, to cover his mouth when he gets punched by Batman because yeah. Batman knocked all of his teeth out and messed yeah. up his great smile. So it's like, that's a cool story. You know, the dead Robin... You know, because his, of, you know, that's spoilers, he, you know. Yeah, the knife through the Batman logo. I'm like, he thought he triumphed over Batman. He's killed a part of Batman. I was like, okay, cool. But it's, it would have been better if they had shown that. But they yeah, but whatever. I'm not going to go Don't into all that. Like, Jared Leto's was like, <laughs> definitely not the worst. He deserves just, a second chance. He does. He absolutely <laughs> does. And he I got hope, fucked over. I hope he gets a chance to really portray what he wanted to. I think what we saw was just bad. Yeah, he said he shot like like 40 minutes of footage or some shit i thought they had like a whole movie's worth of stuff for for that joker they said he he shot a lot he shot they they, that it ended up on the cutting room floor like yeah like the first comic con trailer that you saw for suicide squad which looked very serious the lighting looks different it all looks very like it's like a serious action movie yeah and then it ended up getting it ended up being a comedy almost they re- yeah they ended up not liking that the cut was so dark because of batman versus superman and they yeah. gave the movie to movie trailer editors and then they were like oh this music will make the movie funnier this editing will make the movie funner and then to his and then that's what they ran with yeah like, into, their, into their you know idiocy it kind of worked for them because hot topic sells a lot of sh- yeah, I mean, Suicide, when Suicide Squad, Squad merch. had just come out. Man, you couldn't go anywhere without like hearing the soundtrack, seeing the posters, it worked. the merchandise. Yeah. Like everyone loved it. I, I just looked at that and I was like, man, this is Fuck this. this is not what I want. <laughs> but no, I'm not even gonna keep talking. Yeah, about we're not. Suicide yeah, you can we, We've it. done this so many I times. I see some like, fumes coming out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, with, so you just don't like the clown nose, and you don't like the the casting. Is uh, I'm nervous about this. I don't. I don't think it's great. But but because I mean. We've all seen, you know, five different Jokers, you know, by now. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna judge this one prematurely. Like I have a, I have, or well, there's a lot of rumors going around, but I have a feeling that that look is not his final Joker look. I, I don't think so. Either. Like I feel like he starts off as a clown, and then when he starts to fucking, be, like when he goes, you know, nuts. I don't like, think he's even gonna be nuts the entire movie. I think he's yeah, gonna. No, I don't think. Yeah, so I think he's gonna take I on. I think we're gonna show him getting there. Yeah, and then he'll be there for a little while. Yeah, like but. I think he's gonna be like oppressed by, a, a, uh, you know, like the governor who I think is gonna be a uh, Thomas Wayne. Yeah, or and, something like that. Yeah, and so he ends up like having a whole political revolution and shit. Yeah, and then that, that makes sense. And then something really, really bad happens by the third act where he, you know, ends up in a vat of chemicals. Then you know, looks more like. Yeah. See, that's look. that's why I'm not judging this one yet. I'm, right. I'm not a huge fan of what I've seen, mm-hmm. but that I know that this is not the end, or I'm pretty sure this is not the end of this. So. Yeah. I heard a weird rumor, and it's a rumor, so it's not it doesn't count as a spoiler. But somebody was saying that it was like. Well, that basically the Joker was going to end up being Thomas Wayne's for, like, Ill, like forgotten son, like illegitimate child. Oh, and uh, I would have been like, Ooh, that would be a little too much even for me. Like yeah. Batman and so, Joker like, now are brothers, got, right? Like have brothers. Uh, you know, weird. you got like you got that. Just that's too much. Yeah, that's but just, I can see them doing some sh- shit like that. Warner Brothers doesn't care anymore. So. <laughs> Bet it all. I'm not going to throw them under the bus for this whole podcast, I promise. But just like. I'm still throwing them under the bus until they rectified. Henry until Cavill. Aquaman, and then you're good. 
that movie's good. Yo, oh, 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 you've seen it already? You... No, I said if that movie oh, is good, oh, I, thought... I will probably be back at the door. Okay. And say, hey, let's talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what do we... they have to talk to you about? Hold I, I, I say, hey, let's rekindle what we what we wow. had. You know, you really gonna go back? 2013, like... 2000, 2012, 2013. Man, still like you guys made some movies. I said some <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, like we both did things we weren't proud of. You know, <laughs> I should have walked away a long time ago. They should have stepped up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, true, true. But you know. They're hyping this movie up, and they're expecting it to make some big dividends next October, and I think it will. I think it'll be a hit. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't have a doubt in my mind about it. All right, well, moving on. Right. Uh, Kingsman Three is set for a November two thousand nineteen release. Kind of excited about that. Oh yeah, I watched the other two Kingsman movies. They were great. Yeah. I thought they were like fun, well done. Casting was great. The action was solid, you know. They were like really, uh, you know, raunchy, and I liked that because, like, when you first looked at them, like from the trailer standpoint, you weren't really expecting that. I liked that that was kept from you. For, I remember like, the when first Kingsman. I remember trailer. when the first one came out, and I saw a screening of it, and like, I remember thinking, "Oh man, this movie's gonna be big," because it was like in February, and yeah. nobody really gave a shit about movies yeah. that came out in February. But I was telling all my friends, I was like, "Guys, like, there's this whole this movie is gonna be great. There's this whole church scene." Where it's like one take and like Colin Firth is like kicking ass and people were like, who the fuck is Colin Firth? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, the fucking guy from Bridget Jones, the Bridget Jones movies. And they're like, what the fuck is Bridget Jones? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept going. Can I down, second that? Cause like, <laughs> I kept going down this rabbit hole like, oh, Pride and Prejudice. They're like, what the what? fuck is this? And I'm just like, wow, I, I really am. I'm different. You've just seen every movie, <laughs> I guess. Like. He's a great actor, but uh, but yeah, it's cool to see him kicking ass, and I'm glad he he's sticking around for one yeah. more movie. I, th- I think that's I think it's gonna be great. What do you think of Channing Tatum though being a mainstay? I know how I know how, how the, the male demographic just does not like him, other than when he's in Twenty One Jump Street movies. Personally, I, I don't have any issues. With him. I think I think it'll do well. I think it'll be I think it'll be a good fit, honestly, for something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he brings like a comedy aspect that they already have established so he'll fit well with that yeah he does action well i think he'll fit well with that i mean i, I think he's gonna be great i don't know what the hate is for channing tatum but they just hate him because you know because they ain't him like what well that what's, and what's he's, the beef and like, he's like Cass's gambit and shit like that eh, be real like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the reaction everybody's like mm, i don't think i want to see him as that character but you know i think uh you know holly berry she's got that franchise too so you know, I like her career comeback, right, that she's doing yeah. right now. Like, she's got John Wick Chapter 3 coming out next May. She's, like, an assassin in that. That's going to be dope. And then she's got an MMA movie coming out that she's acting and directing in where she plays, like, a single mom that's, like, an MMA fighter and shit. And I'm like, yeah, oh, shit. I, yeah, I think that's going to be cool. Yeah. So um, I saw, like, a like a teaser for that. You know, There's I, no teaser for it. No, you, that, she definitely no, already has one. No. Was that, all right, maybe I was you thinking about <laughs> My bad. I might have been thinking about another movie. Yeah. There was this movie I saw with like a trailer for like it's like a single mother. She's got like two kids, you know. I mean, it's it's entirely like understandable trope. I mean, there's probably. Some I mean, movie I guess like there's probably others out there. out there. My bad. I've been known to occasionally mix up stuff, you know. Yeah, it's okay. That happens. My bad. It happens a lot. When I talk about movies with people, that happens. Plus, a lot of movies have the same plot, man. Come on. It is. It's one story. The greatest story is just one story. Which is good versus evil, 
good overcoming no. evil. What, what about the other story archetypes? I mean, they're archetypes, but they're all in every movie what, you man, watch. Man There's, versus nature, that's man in every, versus himself, man versus eh, beast. Yeah, that's, that's in everything. Beast. You could say metaphorically it's in every movie. There's always those, some... Those aren't empirically good versus evil. What I mean, you, totally is. No it's, no, it's not. Totally is. But Na- it, nature on its face is not evil, neither is man. Like, what are you doing? Man, what what are you off, doing? Get off your edibles. <laughs> <laughs> get off, what are you doing, Daniel? Get off your edibles. Don't make me come for you, bro. But man versus nature could be his own nature. That's what, <laughs> that's what man vs. beast is about it's nah man vs. beast is about it's not, it's not literally a man fighting a lion or something no nah, it could be though it's that's typically the, man the, and the, his civilized nature fighting nah, the beastly nature nah that's like what classes were you taking in college nah, I mean man? that's Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde that's, that's, like, that's the man versus beast thing that's, that's, that's like good one that's like one but so, name another movie where it's like that there are like you gotta hundreds. name one. Oh my god when okay. people say, oh, there are plenty of multitudes of things, I'm like, all right, just name one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah. like if I can't even think of another you one. Can. Top yeah, my head. So just, so the fuck up, oh, you know what? Uh, what was it? Let me, man. Take, let me take a sip of my lemonade. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it's like this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I can't remember what it was. It was oh, like a movie that we were watching. But also, what about Breaking Bad? <laughs> there you go. That's not Man versus Beast. Yeah, it is. It's like him trying to be like a good dead or nah. good you know, he pretty much gave subjective. that shit up by episode five <laughs> 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 episode five walter white was evil as fuck come on uh what about walking dead you know <laughs> walking dead is very much man versus beast where man is trying but to literal, you know maintain its... literal and metaphorical yeah but that's one thing and it kind of eh. oh my god so you're just gonna pick apart every one that I give you after saying I couldn't give you any. Like, That's because it's not really like it's, it's not fully its own thing, but it's debatable. Oh I can't quite. I can't quite. My point that. was that there's I more than you, one I story other than good versus evil. Actually, there is only one story, and it's really just who am I? That was that was prophetic. Like, good God. It's true though. Take That's, notes, guys. Yeah, every movie is who am I. Dan over here. That's why we like origin stories all the time, unless it's a remake of an origin story. Yeah, please never do that again, guys. (laughs) Please don't don't reboot Spider-Man again. Please stop. We've we've done it enough. Yeah. Moving on. That was sorry. Yeah, we got we got deep for a second. Yeah. Yeah. You should read the hero's journey though. Joseph Campbell. Shout out. It's great. Love it. It's (laughs) thick though. All right. Birds of prey. I forgot all about this. Uh. We've been talking about this for a lot of weeks because they are really gaining some momentum on this movie, and it's kind of surprising. I'm not surprised. This this is Birds of Prey is a pretty popular uh, no, like, comic line, like. Th- but like DC or Warner Brothers in general has been kind of like popping their brakes on a lot of stuff. Oh, but like, oh, the, yeah, but like yeah. when they heard about the Joker shit, like when that got pitched to them, they were like, it in the span of like four weeks, they were like, all right, let's get this movie rolling, and yeah. then they got the movie rolling, and it's shooting. In the same year that it, the idea came about, yeah, actually, and, yeah. And Birds of Prey is kind of like the same thing where it's, it's even faster, actually. Yeah, because <laughs> like, they like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and Margot Robbie they gave her producing credit and uh, you know, uh, a role in shaping what the movie was going to be about and shit like that. Yeah, well, that's because she did so well in Suicide Squad. Like she was, they making sure arguably that she's, the best character in there. Yeah, they're making sure that she's well taken care of. Yeah. Because everyone liked her, and without she's her, great. without her, Will Smith would have had to carry that entire movie. But she could have done as Will Smith. Yeah, he could have. But it's great to have. But it's great, yeah, else. right. Like, like the, yeah. it's great to have a second character that actually is like, you yeah. know, deep and worth watching. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad they're giving her what she deserves for this. But 
I'm really excited for Birds of Prey. I saw the casting choices, and personally, don't have too much stake in any of them. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this. No, I don't just, know where just, you're going with it. I don't, I don't have a lot of stake in any of these characters except Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Why, anyway, what is with you and Black Canary? I'm sorry, I don't. For okay. those of you who don't, who like don't some know. some of you probably know, but like I I have this thing about Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Like when I got a when I got Injustice and Injustice Two, mm-hmm. you know, I was playing them. You know, I was I was having a great time. I picked up Black Canary. And I did work. Like, Black and Aria became, like, my number one go-to character. Then I saw her on Arrow 2, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, as Sarah, she's great. Like, the other Black and Aries weren't great. <laughs> like, let's be honest. They kind of suck on Arrow. But Sarah was, like, the like the actual viable Black and Aria that we all kind of wanted to be there. So, you know. And then, like, uh, she was in comics with characters that I liked and stuff like that. I became a Black Canary fan, like, really organically. Mm. So now, when I see this casting choice, I'm like, okay, this is one of those times where I'm going to be hypercritical of, like, everything you do. And, like, first of all, uh, what, what's what's her name? Uh, first thing I got to play Black Canary, what's her name? Oh, uh, Journey Smollett. Bale. Yeah. I'm going to need them to dye her hair blonde because Black Canary's <laughs> been blonde for pretty much look, every iteration. Look, they like, got to, they, they, they really got to navigate this one, uh, like she in an interesting way because one we live in a time now where you know black people's hair in media is like very like yeah. it's, looked, it's looked at under a microscope yeah. that's like you casting me in a movie to play like a character that's naturally like known blonde to be blonde and yeah. then i end up like dying my hair blonde then people would be like what the fuck yeah like, I don't know. so so they're probably gonna give her like a a, a blonde streak yeah, or blind like, streaks, you know. Like but all nothing. joking aside, I'm I don't think that they should just go die hard yeah, hair blonde. Yeah, like, like no Nicki Minaj shit, yeah, you know. Let's, like, <laughs> let's not do that. But like just give give like the the original Black Canary from the comics like a shout out. In I would love way. to see that. Like get the leather jacket and like the the biker shorts and the fishnets, you know, like get the costume. You know, they wanted to get Lady Gaga. That was their first choice. Really? If she didn't want to do it because well, okay, this is an interesting thing. Uh, before we recorded this podcast a couple of hours ago, I, I saw uh, A Star is Born, a screening of that. And the movie was really good. She was the second lead in that movie, and she's a fantastic actress. And so Warner Brothers saw that and was just like... Gotta get on it. We gotta get on And she can, she's got vocal... Like, right, yeah, yeah. The vocal part of that character. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it just worked. But Lady Gaga is known to have like back issues and shit like that so i could see where she would be like yeah don't really want to play superhero they probably yeah they plus they probably like once they started filming would not they, they would have to keep putting in a stunt double like for basically every scene i think it's expensive time consuming switching out costumes you know I mean? yeah and she's an actress so i wouldn't yeah. ex- and <laughs> i don't want to say that in a disparaging way to people who are in superhero movies but there's some actors and actresses that don't want to be known for that like they don't get the joy of playing a character like that and i feel like black canary would have been too close to her gaga personality because she's with <laughs> other loony characters that are wearing these weird outfits and people would just, just yeah, yeah people would have been like oh gaga that's as far part. as like the other characters in the birds of prey black canary has got to be the most sane level-headed like reasonable one huntress is insane well, there are all people. They're all damaged. Well, I, I think the the interesting part about the Birds of Prey movie is that it's all damaged women or women that come from damaged 
Oh yeah, like they you know, all have backgrounds, like a, some baggage. They, yeah, they, but like Black it, Canary, objectively, like looking at the ones like that they've mentioned, like having, the least. <laughs> yeah, she's like the least messed up of them. Harley yeah. Quinn is gone. Huntress is like a stone's throw away from being, you know, like just a killer Batman. Yeah, and uh, what's the other one? She's she's on. She's like in Suicide Squad on Arrow. Uh, she she like uh, what's what's her name? Not. Uh, she also uses a bow and arrow. I forgot her name. Hmm. She's the chick with the hearts on all the arrows. The crazy love Cupid? chick. I think I it's don't know. Cupid, I don't. Right? I don't know. But that was when I was rolling my eyes when watching. Yeah, like I glazed over that character. <laughs> but like she, I think she's in this too. No, she's not. Uh, they didn't cast her. No. What? Come on, that's too cheesy. That would have been perfect. Like she's <laughs> the craziest. Actually, of them she would have been. A yeah, little she would have been perfect. But they don't. Want, I don't think they're ready for green arrow type. Uh, yeah, yeah. she's dark dude like yeah. she gets her heart broken and then starts murdering people like save it for a sequel i like that save it for a sequel yeah i'd be, do it I'd, I'd i'd love to see her in there i thought i thought they'd already there's like i looked early on at birds of prey about names are getting thrown out and i was yeah. like oh yeah, yeah yeah she'll be great in there yeah. and like they're just not she's not but apparently there. they're like trying to save batgirl or Cassandra Kane, the Cassandra Kane version, like oh, the one that's okay. like an assassin, twelve okay. year old. So it's kind of Logany. I thought you were talking about uh about Barbara, Barbara. Gordon. I no, was like, no okay, that would she's be weird. not at all damaged. She's like, until oh, she's totally damaged when she's in the wheelchair. When she, okay, like at that point, yeah, but that's yeah. not like early on in her career. Yes, yeah, like, like <laughs> it's late in the game. That's like the end, dude. Like, you know, there was a TV show back in the day uh, on WB for one season called Birds of Prey, and it yeah, and it had well, it was a completely different story. It was like the son of, or I mean, the daughter of Catwoman and Batman. Yeah, like meets up with Barbara Gordon and some metahuman. They team up. Yeah, like that—that's bad. And like Let's Harley Quinn that. was like reformed, like she oh, had. Yeah, so she's like back to being a doctor. Or yeah, something. like she yeah. served her time, and she was like, "Oh yeah, now I'm a psychiatrist again." But then her psyche slowly cracks yeah. during the end of the season. But she gets superpowers. It was really weird. It's bad. It was like a year after Smallville came out, and everybody thought they could do the same shit, and, and it was like, <laughs> <laughs> "You can't." Yeah, you can't catch lightning twice in a bottle, guys. Yeah, yeah. I might rewatch that. It's been like a, over a decade Please since I watched that. Do, I got to do yourself a favor. I just, got to, bro. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for Birds of Prey. I think it's gonna be really, really good. Yeah, same. And I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, well, Winstead. I think that's how you say it. But she's uh, you know, had a lot of roles in movies. She was Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I'm. I liked her in that. Yeah, she was almost in the Avengers as Maria Hill, but she lost out to the chick from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, uh, which uh, was a good casting decision. It I was. Like. She did. She looks good in that. Yeah, and so you I'm know. just nervous about Black Canary. That's all I care about. I just want to make sure that they do it right. That's it. <laughs> I will watch it just for that, and like I don't care about anyone else. I just I I think a lot of people are really just really just want to go for Harley Quinn, but yeah. I think that movie is going to be huge. I think that's like at least an eight hundred million dollar movie. Warner Brothers probably doesn't even know how great this is gonna be. Like <laughs> no, they they're, know they're they, betting big on it, but like they probably have no idea that like all of us really want this. Like I mean, we didn't I even do. know we wanted this until we. I was about to say I didn't want it, but I'm okay with it because I think the times. The time that we're in, it's great that they're, you know, having um, a movie where they're focusing on the women, you know, and not even good guy women, but women that aren't bad guys either. Anti-heroes. Yeah, kind of, yeah, in the middle. Except Harley Quinn. She's just, she's like flat out a villain for most of her career in the comics. Like, she's just, she's a villain for like a long time. Yeah. I kind of want her to be in a dark, dark place. 
in this movie, or at least start off in a dark place, because once she broke out with the Joker at the end of Suicide Squad, and if they're going with that same timeline, it would be cool if, you know, she really kind of ends up having the love blinders. Yeah, like, I feel like, though, at this point, like, when they do the movie, she should, like, have already, like, they should be on one of their breaks, or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. where, like, you know, they had, like... (laughs) A nasty breakup, which I don't know how you break up with the Joker. I'm assuming you run for your life, but like, <laughs> cause, right, because like Harley. the dude's playing with knives in this one, like in this Jared Leto version, you know that we got from Suicide Squad. Yeah. This dude like takes naps with knives, so That's I'm assuming true. you should be running for your life. But I mm. want her to be like kind of torn up about that and like just on a rampage. I want to see like crazy Harley Quinn, and then like I want to see Black Canary kind of leading this team like to to like an objective but like having to rein everybody in you but know? that's the interesting question though like harley quinn without the joker who is that like cause right? we kind of saw glimpses of that in suicide squad right even though they had a way cooler idea that they didn't go with in that movie where she was psychologically ma- manipulating the group to befriend them when all the while while she was just trying to escape with the joker and then they ended yeah. up saying oh don't mess with my friends and i was like all right okay we're, yeah. we're going yeah. We're going for the kitty route, but yeah, but let's keep it PG. Yeah, but BVS is him around. Let's yeah. not, let's not, let's not do this twice. Yeah, but but I like that you know they're they're uh, they're they might explore that, and I think the director who I haven't seen any of her work, uh, Kathy Ann, uh, I definitely want to check that out. Hopefully, I want to check her movies out, kind of you know get a yeah. sense of what. Yeah. This will be great for her. I I really like this. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. All righty, moving on. Well, I don't really want to talk about this, but I think I got to because I've talked so much shit about it. And we'll if, give it like two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't deserve a lot. Yeah. Okay. So the Bumble, a new trailer for Bumblebee came out, mm. and uh, yeah, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, I'm, just uh, I'm trying to think of something positive I can say about it. It's kind of hard when like you've been watching Transformers movies for so long now, and like they're not getting better. Like, they are really getting worse with. <laughs> I mean, once you started casting Mark Wahlberg as a knight with a sword fighting 80 feet tall robots, yeah. you lost me. Like, you didn't yeah. have me before, but if you did, you definitely don't now. I think they lost a lot of their audience. Like, I think the people who came for Transformers stayed, and then the people who came for Shia LaBeouf interacting with Transformers left. Yeah. And then the vast majority was the people who yeah wanted Shia LaBeouf. And, like, I like how they, like, they kind of allude to the fact that he's basically dead. I know there's point. a whole theory going yeah, on like, that he's been dead. I have so, I, 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 I guess it. it doesn't really make sense to me that he died because like everything was fine. Like yeah, I I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do all that. I'm just saying this Bumblebee trailer. I mean, like for what it is, is it's in the 80s. Okay, I guess. And I know there's a soft spot for every Transformers fan that is over 30 that remembers transformers in the 80s and they're like oh my god they're like my childhood they're touching my heart i'm like guys like please don't give this movie credit just because (laughs) you're nostalgic for a time long gone i mean i mean they definitely are trying really hard like they've even really like they showed optimus prime and he looks like the cartoon version I mean, yeah. Like, they simplified their transformations, and I kind of had been complaining about that. that How overly complicated they were. Yeah. Even from the first movie. Like, the first movie, that shit was groundbreaking. I'm not going to lie. It was groundbreaking because you could pause it, and people that were fucking mechanics could see. Like, the individual parts moving. Yeah, and be like, oh, shit, that's the fucking carburetor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, that's great. Like, it was cool, 
but way over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It only got more over the top as you went along. Yeah, until, they just like, stopped making sense. Until, like, uh, I guess until the most recent one, where they didn't show a lot of transformations. Like, And they, they all look the same. Yeah, I, I like the clean, polished look that they all have, like this more modern look that they have, starting in, like, uh, like the one prior to the, the last night. What was that one with the dinosaurs? What was that called? <laughs> Age of Extinction. Yeah. <laughs> I like how everyone after the third one people like, what was that one called? Yeah, like, we don't, like, it's so forgettable. We stopped paying attention to these names. I remember like Revenge of the Fallen and that's it. Like everything mm-hmm. else after that, it's like, does it have a name? But like I liked I liked that clean polished look they gave, like, you know, the modern Transformers, you know, I liked it. That's cool. But like other than that, I had like basically nothing but negative things to say. Yeah, the only thing I came out of Transformers: Age of Extinction saying I liked was I actually like two things about that movie. I was like, the bad guy was kind of cool because he was just like a bounty hunter. He really had no interest in like yeah. dominating the world or some stupid shit like that. Yeah, he was really like, not about all that nonsense. Yeah, he was like, oh, just want to go get Optimus and bring him to just whoever break. paid me. Yeah, I mean, cool. Just gonna do my job. Yeah, all my day. Yeah, and then and I like the military guys. Like, I hate the casting for them. I I only liked them in one and three. The military guys were cool because like they had like cool technology now, and instead of being like real PG about everything yeah. from the jump, they were like, look, you you have thirty seconds. Then I'm gonna shoot your daughter in the head. That's, and yeah. dude was so real. He just like, like grabbed her. It was just like, look, I am really gonna do. Like I'm not I, playing. I, I feel like that was. <laughs> like, I feel like. I feel like that was too, like. I feel like the Transformers movies have emphasized the military like way too much. Like, well, yeah. And like I'm not. And I don't want to say this. Like I don't like the military. I love the military, and I feel like they could kick ass in that situation. Yeah, they would. In, in they had the, grenade yeah. launchers and stuff. Yeah. Like, they would have been fine. Yeah, because the Transformers were teaching them how to fucking fight. Yeah, other Transformers. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, cool, that seems realistic. But at the same time, like, I kind of wanted to go to the movies to not think about fucking, like, <laughs> terrorist threats and shit like that. In the movie, just, like, or every Transformers movie really pounds it in your head. It's like, oh, yeah, the Transformers, they're like illegal aliens and shit like that. And I'm yeah, like, I was really not I'm, with all that. I'm like, all right, come on. That was They just got really political as the time went on and just got kind of annoying. But yeah. Like, I like I the sketchy military guys, I guess. Like the uh, the private contractors, you know, the hired guns. Those guys were cool. Yeah, like, And I liked the like the regular military. What I didn't like was that like it just they, became they portrayed stupid. that really poorly because like in a real situation, I feel like if there's just like giant robots shooting lasers that those guys were going to get like way further back and what makes me mad is that like all the political stuff like it does make sense but in the sense that we're like kind of stupid like if transformers came i really do think there would be a lot of like like politicians being like oh y'all need to get off this planet fighting your war here and then the transformers (laughs) would be like all right well if we leave like what happens if we leave and you're wrong, and the Zepticons right. come, and we're gone. And then it's like, we'll take our chances. Yeah. You can take your own chances. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, yeah, and I'm kind of just like, I really do believe that I think that could, that could happen. Like that's how it would happen, right? Yeah, and, and I think like, audiences they, don't like watching that. Yeah. Like, Batman v Superman people didn't like that either. When they would like, legit <laughs> send, like, regular infantry <laughs> with, like, regular guns to go fight robots made out of like a futuristic space metal i'm just like you guys did yeah, no dumb. research yeah, no, no. like why would you send the military with like nothing you basically sent them with like regular guns to go fight this space war like yeah. y'all didn't even scan a robot first you just said yeah i think uh think the m4a1 mm, seems like enough let's let's send them with that and a grenade like no dude yeah you need to send them with like 
literally anything more useful than a regular assault rifle. This is like a giant robot, you right. know, with lasers and missiles. Do like, you think uh, the two thousand, or do you think that this movie is gonna do well? I mean, in Bumblebee, like versus honestly, the competition that it has. Probably, yeah. Okay. I feel like people are gonna go see this because, like, they're not, they haven't given up on Transformers yet, and I bet they're probably hoping that this is like the catalyst for a new. <laughs> bunch of transformers movies that aren't ridiculous so they like, had another one scheduled for next year for next july and then they deleted it off the slate oh yeah they cut that because they were going to try to play <laughs> that unicron angle you know and they were like i think michael bay was like he was I'm not gonna go, i'm he, gonna go do something else he was not really trying to have primus and unicron i don't, it th- out, I don't like. think i don't think michael bay actually cares about the transformer stuff i think he t- took a lot of pride in creating that world yeah, definitely. And I mean, he should. I mean, because the, the first Transformers, there was a lot of uh, online hate before it even came out. There was yeah. people saying it was gonna be stupid and shit like that. But then, in reality, it was actually really when it good. came out, it was a fucking fun. It's still a great. Like I watched yeah. the first Transformers movie, and I will defend yeah. it. I'm like, hey, this. I will not watch the second Transformers movie <laughs> ever, ever again, as long as I live. It's a good. Never. It's a good study in how to make a movie during a writer's strike. <laughs> because <laughs> that's the story of that movie the yeah. 2007 writer's strike happened yeah and like apparently like you know like writers could not work on a movie or tv show and they were going on strike about you know fair like wage and shit like that yeah. and michael bay was like oh shit okay so before this strike goes down i need to get this writer this writer right here we're gonna go to a hotel and we're gonna fucking write this movie right like on, right on the, now, in like just, three days like do it in the car like we gotta go the, like, yeah went to a hotel three or four days let's write this movie so transformers 2 is literally the equivalent yeah. of like one draft <laughs> yeah and i mean and it shows it was bad <laughs> everything about it was basically terrible like, yeah like the only part of it that had any redeeming quality was like the fact that they showed some history of how the transformers yeah. got here and stuff but yeah. like you could have done that in like a like a post-credit scene. I or do something. like that. I find that interesting. How Michael Bay is like interested in history. Yeah, like I'm like I thought it was good. A good aspect of that. Like movie. I think that's weird. A weird fact about him is that he like studies history and is like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if like, you know, like the Transformers were on the moon, like when we landed. I'm like, bro, like you're the only one that would think of that shit. Or right. oh, wouldn't it be cool if like Merlin existed and like that yeah. was where we got magic from? Was oh Transformers? God. I'm like, what the fuck? I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Like, I would really think he's on drugs, but it is cool. He's right. It it's not cool. cool. It would be cool. It would be cool if there were <laughs> giant alien robots on the moon duking it out up there. Like, would would you not want to go see that? Because you paid to watch that movie, right? What? You you already went to go see the Transformers movies, right? I only I only paid to see one, two, and three. So you paid to go see the one where they on the moon then? Yeah, I did. In okay three- <laughs> then. So it was, but that wasn't because I. But that's not why I went to go see the movie. I went to go see the movie because in the trailer it had like a building falling, Optimus like flying, flying under the, the building, yeah. shooting this tentacle monster, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, this looks kind of cool." Saw it. The movie's three hours long, but I was like, I, "But I was like, this was better than." revenge of the fallen it was and then for it i was like oh i'm not gonna see this shit but then the but trailer then, yeah. it showed a fucking dino bot yeah Optimus i know right i was right to swing the sword he was like let's get it and i was the, like okay okay he bro. didn't say let's get it but it would be great transformers <laughs> let's get it <laughs> roll out yeah i really wish they would give him like new dialogue where he was like he'd just be like megatron come catch these hands I, would just, I feel like, like he's been saying that for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's been giving Megatron a lot of hands. Yo, Bumblebee would get his little voice thing and be like, 
yeah, make a show and run it. <laughs> yeah. But okay. I, but but yeah, I don't have high hopes for this movie. Yeah, so I think good it'll luck do to okay, it. But yeah, I'm, I'm already gonna be in the theater watching Aquaman. Yep. <laughs> uh, moving on. Oh, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald gets a new trailer. What'd I you think? saw that. Thought it was really really good. Like, I'm excited. This I'm, one actually feels like it has a plot. Right? Like it feels <laughs> like this is something you want to go watch. Maybe it's because the movie actually has a title that lets you know there's a plot instead of Pokemon Go. Basically, because that's what that last one was. Or Doctor. Actually, it felt like this. Like the first one, I always was joking that that movie was like, uh, what's his fucking name? Eddie Redmayne's like audition for <laughs> playing uh, the Doctor in Doctor yeah. Who. Because he basically was the doctor from Doctor Who. Like, the first one was, like, a fun time. You know, if you just wanted to see some more Harry Potter-type stuff without Harry Potter, like, you want to see something a little different. Like, literally no one wants that. Yeah. Like, Actually, I can't say that. Cause I, I don't think... A, I mean, a lot of people did go see it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think anyone knew they wanted that. <laughs> it's like, they, oh, Harry Potter? Oh, okay, I'll see it. Then they saw it, and they are like, okay, this is good. And, like, I was like, okay, this is okay. Yeah. But yeah. this, like, Crimes of Grindelwald looks great like there was a lot of things that I scratched my head about like when i watched the first one and like colin farrell became johnny depp at the end and it was like oh he's not grindelwald and i was like so they just didn't get use a perfectly good colin farrell to I, play yeah i don't know what i don't <laughs> i had some questions and some concerns i was confused i was like wait so what are you what are we what what's, are we doing what's the plan i just yeah. i don't really get the plan this was the plan apparently this and, was the plan and it, it was a good plan and i think he's i think johnny depp is going to do a great job he's a yeah, great it, character it looks, actor it looks great like you know at least from what i've seen so far this looks great yeah i think it's going to do phenomenal i mean this is it's got more references in it i mean they're really milking like yeah, they're, they're kind of doing the marvel universe type yeah, shit like they're just making one great movie after the well, dots they're making a great movie yeah and was, okay movie yeah, yeah, I was about to say, Fantastic Beast was okay. Yeah, it wasn't like, terrible. It wasn't great. I'm not going to say it was great. Yeah. It wasn't fantastic. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, that was That was, that was pretty fun. good. I'm, Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, this is going to be fantastic. You know, I had to use it twice. And uh, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait, actually. Yeah, I like uh, I like the casting. Uh, Jude Law as Dumbledore. Yeah. Even though I would have liked the guy, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I would have I liked them to get yeah. him, but, you know, I, I get like it. That, He's already Obi-Wan, so yeah. let's... And I do like that they didn't do that, just because I felt like it would have been too much of a fan service type thing. Man, like, fuck you. It would have been great. <laughs> I would love to see a Harry Potter prequel where it shows, like, Harry's parents in Hogwarts. That would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Before they, like, date. I want Yeah, I want to see them, like, as, like teenagers you know like getting in trouble like you Andrew know, Garfield saving the world no I'm just kidding Yo, actually as an adult Garfield. adult Harry's father Andrew Garfield would do a great job actually fantastic yeah once they get to like once they've graduated I want to see them like right after they graduated because you know they were doing something like <laughs> like after Hogwarts Harry went on to like you know become an Auror and all that stuff like you know he, he did everything he wanted to do he became like basically the best wizard ever and all that like that was cool I think we all would have kind of liked to see some of that. So I would love to see Harry's parents doing that. That'd be cool. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 And I kind of also want to see, like, that's kind of why I like the idea of Fantastic Beasts, like this movie. I really want to see what's going on in Hogwarts before all the Harry Potter stuff. But you like, know what? Because there's a lot that apparently happened. Right? The more I thought thought about it, the more that I know they're planning, like, I think, like, three more Fantastic Beasts movies. So I was like, okay, so I already know Harry's parents are going to show, like, like they're gonna be crucial in the next ones. Like I'm pretty sure, 
There must be some tie into like the. I mean, I know this is, this set is going to fast. For, yeah, it's going like, fast. I'm sure they're going to fast forward after this. After they beat Grindelwald in like three, probably. Like, Grindelwald and Dumbledore have like an interesting relationship. Yeah. Not just the fact that they had a relationship with yeah. each other, but like the fact that they have like this slow back and forth between good and evil like that's going to become really important and i feel like somehow that has to like that has to tie into the voldemort thing somewhere down oh it totally is i mean the trailer they show nagini i'm like okay cool. yeah like there's got to be enough tie-ins that somewhere down the spiral harry's at the you know like, and i'm like you got to show the uh what do you call it the right the like uh the hitler rising type aspect yeah. of voldemort when he's in high school or not high school when he's high school when he's in hogwarts like and looking for harry's parents and shit and yeah. they're like trying to hide him and then it would be cool if uh eddie redmayne's newt is like you know helping him out help helping trying to hide that shit but you know it's hard to it's hard to do that movie because you know you already know how that ends and it's like all oh, his parents die right like they yeah. fucking fuck up bad and so i feel like, like they would try to do a twist where like it looks like they made it and <laughs> because of that that's what ends up getting them killed it'd be really obvious like we would all see it they coming. would have to do some interesting shit like sh- like harry's parents get an, a chance to save themselves and harry but they see like the like what harry's fate is going to be like if they choose to not be in his life yeah or something crazy like they get a, yeah, like, I, crazy I saw shit. that apparently there is a second time turner that harry gets um and so like maybe they see that he gets it in the future he goes and gives it to them like I, I don't know exactly how they would do it i just i don't think they should try that i think they should just give us a nod and then like move on with it because mm-hmm. once you start going down that road it's like <laughs> it's how many how many prequels are you gonna make because like you got three more on the slot here like yeah they, i think and they might do more i feel like there is probably gonna end up being an equal amount of the good god right? the, the harry potter movies as long as they don't like i mean they definitely need to stick to their core thing here, which is like Newt's coming of age with the 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 beast and stuff. Like, don't get so far away from like the core plot. Like, I'm wondering what his whole 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 thing is because I don't read the books, so I'm like, I'm I'm curious to see what the end point for that character is. Like, where does he? I think it's gotta go. be that like he ends up tying into a lot of like really like famous and powerful wizards and witches that like. You hear about in the books and stuff like you know like Nicholas Fumel is like in this movie. Oh, the immortal right? guy. Yeah. Yeah, who's like all bony and shit. Yeah, so I feel like you know <laughs> that's like stuff like that's got to be in here. So I I don't know. I I guess we'll see when it comes out. I just I'm excited for this one. I think it this looks, one's gonna be it great. Looks great. There's a lot going on in it. They yeah. brought Ezra Miller back. His uh yeah interesting character. I think he was my most like favorite or my favorite character in the first fantastic beast film because he was so like i didn't really get him i was like okay what's going on with this guy he's got like a lot of power apparently yeah you know and then it looked like he died at the end of that movie and apparently he didn't and he's at the circus so cool (laughs) we'll see how that goes yeah but uh moving on oh creed 2 yes yeah i am excited for this hmm i uh not gonna lie Hearing DMX in a movie trailer, that kind of got me pretty hyped. That made me want to work out. Right. But you didn't. I kind of did, like, maybe, like, three push-ups, and then I went to bed. 
<laughs> Sit your ass back down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but it worked. It worked. It was. It was. It was. It was an inspirational trailer. I didn't like the first trailer for Creed two. I thought it was. It was weak sauce. Yeah, I thought they could have done a little better, but yeah. I, I. I still liked it. I just, I, yeah, and then this trailer, the second this, trailer, this is, this is good. It was yeah. everything. Like the music, the lines yeah. were how I imagined it to be in my head. Like after I saw the first Creed, I literally saw this trailer in my head because I was like, oh. You know they right. gotta get Ivan Drag- Drago's like son to come in, right? Yeah, and you know the lines. I like personally when I heard about the idea of basically remaking this, I was not. It's a big not a fan. remake. Like I like it's, it's basically a remake. It's, like, not a it's remake. just a remake with younger people, bro. It's, it's it might not, as well be a reboot. It's like, not because it's a totally different. I, I mean, I it's get not. It's I, not Russia versus. The Man, U.S. the I states know, aren't the same. I know, I know. It's, I'm just saying. When, initially, when I heard it, I wasn't a big fan, and I saw the trailers and. I was like, you know what? Okay, this actually looks really good. So, I'm excited. This is definitely going to do great. <laughs> so, what you trying to say, Justin? What? <laughs> you First, you were like, oh, I, this is a remake. And then you're like, oh, now I watch the trailer. I mean, yeah, once I what actually saw the mean? trailers. Like, when I heard about the idea <laughs> beyond the movie, I was like, ah, I don't know about this. <laughs> then I saw what they did, and I thought it was good. I'm okay. allowed to change my mind. You are. That's, that's yeah, fair. Like, that's fair. Who am I? Just, who am I? Just? Like, I've dang, changed my mind a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe it's because I'm holding it, but because I'm held accountable for when I change my mind. That I, I mean, <laughs> so am I. It you know, people. Are, you like know, people, people are on me no, every like, time I say something. No, like people have gone back on my timeline to like 2009 <laughs> and been like, "Bro, you know you like X Men Origins Wolverine," and I was like, "Bitch, that was when I was like, fucking." 16. I've literally never once plugged for that movie, so I don't know what to tell you real that. <laughs> I was hyped to see a Wolverine movie. Don't be mad. I mean... I said some things I didn't... <laughs> I don't agree with now. You said some things. I said some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I just... That's interesting, but I think... Uh, this is gonna be huge. Yeah, I mean, the drama of it, the lines, like, Sylvester Stallone giving all these, like, lines saying, like, hey, man, don't fight him, and he's like, I don't got no choice, and he's just like, that's exactly what your father said. As I held him as he was dying. I, know, like, as and he, I was like, bro. As he was dying, he was like, man, I guess I kind of maybe did have a choice. Like, yeah. Just, it's mm. pretty traumatic for Rocky, I think, too. Because he's like, yeah, that guy broke things in me that ain't never been fixed. And I'm like, damn. That's yeah, a good, that's, that's a, a hard-ass line. Yeah, that's a sentence, man. Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, and he's just like, you know. The guy is huge. I don't even think that's legal in boxing. I feel like it's not. <laughs> like, that guy is way... Yeah, that guy like, looks like he can eat Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I know, right? Like, and Michael B. Jordan's a big dude, and yeah. that guy is huge. So, in like, at least Ivan Drago and Rocky in the same movie were, like, the same weight class. So, I was yeah. like, you know, I don't know. To me, it felt like... A fairer fight. Yeah. I don't know. I learned from uh, someone really smart a long time ago, a fair fight just means it's one you can lose. Yeah, that's uh, I don't like, I don't like that idea, man. Like, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> I mean, hey, but it's, but it's cool. I think, uh, I hope the movie's great. I had my reservations because they didn't get Ryan Coogler back, but you know. Yeah. Oh well. You know, we'll I, I still think it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, oh yeah, the fact that they got Ivan Drago to come back. Like we see him as an old man. Like, I hope he's, like, different than what people expect. Because, like, in the 80s one, like, in the fourth one, he was just, like, a straight-up, like, villain, it seemed like. Yeah. Until, until the end when he was losing and he got booed and then he was like, I'm not doing this for you guys. He's like, I'm doing this for me. I fight for me. 
And I was like, okay, I see he's like... Oh, he's real. Like, he's about it. Like, he actually loves boxing. So, it'll be interesting to see how broken he is from that experience with Russia giving him steroids and treating him like a fucking test subject. Yeah. And then he's got this son who he's not putting through that, but he's pushing him to actually be as strong as he was without fucking... Destroying his body. Yeah. So, I'm like, holy shit, this could actually be really emotional because he's not only... His son... Both sons are not only fighting for their own legacies and their own, like, like uh, you know, say in how they are perceived. Their family legacy is going to be perceived from that fight yeah you know so there's a lot it's gonna be deep there's a lot of emotion yeah going into that fight not like on both sides yeah and then you know the father's not really or i guess rocky's a surrogate father yeah yeah, you know kind of like standing in the ring you know behind adonis and then fucking you know drago standing behind his son it's just like there's like fucking, there's, there's levels to this, man. Fight. There's levels. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Yeah, some guys really are getting pumped about. Like they're gonna take the whole family to see this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure me and my dad are gonna go see this. You so. gotta go see yeah. the movie. Yeah. All right. Moving on. All right. So this one's kind of the main event one because right. I've been talking about this movie for a while and I've been silent on this for way too long. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, the trailer for Dark Phoenix. Uh, came out and it's not x-men dark phoenix it's just called dark phoenix and mm-hmm. i was like okay that's so, the first thing they did right yes yeah, so i'm like hmm okay bold move bold move watch the trailer because any any fan knows what that means like we all know who dark phoenix is like, right we, we all know the whole story like it just so you didn't need to do it but i am so so excited for this like i love i love the casting for gene i hate the casting for like a lot of this whole prequel stuff. Like, I thought I think, they were fantastic. James McAvoy, Professor X, uh, yeah. Michael Fassbender, fantastic as Magneto. He's great. Their yeah. chemistry. Magneto and Beast, great no, casting no, no, choices. No, no. What? No. You know, like, you know, man, whatever. Kelsey Grammer was the best Beast. Oh my god. I mean, he was fan casting, and they put him in one, actually two movies, and I was like, yes, yeah, nice. Oh my god. But uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was yeah. great still. I, mean, I fucking hate. Wow! I'm sorry to say this. Wow! I'm sorry to say this, but I don't like Jennifer Lawrence in any of the X-Men movies as Mystique. I just feel like I think she did a pretty good job. She really didn't do that great of a job. I think she only did. She only impressed me like one time in the X-Men movies, and I think that might have been which one was it? It was Days of Future Past. First class. Yeah, she did great. But 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 I'm not gonna lie. I think it was more of the writing that let her down because in the first first class it was just like first class was bad. She was just looking at Charles the whole time like, hey, would you fuck me? And Charles was like, (laughs) (laughs) like like, that's what it came down to. He's like, I'm not really interested in that. I've got like work to do. Yeah, Charles would be like, hey, we're like kind of brother and sister. Like we lived together for like most of our lives. We're friends. Put some clothes on, or at least shapeshift some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you shapeshift some clothes on? Yeah and, yeah, and everybody was curving her that whole movie. Know, and right? then Magneto was the only one that was right? into some weird furry shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not like, what I was gonna say. I'm not co-signing with you on that sentence. He was but. like, he was like, show me, show me the real Raven. And then she's like, or she shapeshifts into the original actress playing that played Mystique in the first three X Men movies. And he's like, I said the real Raven. And then she transforms into Jennifer Lawrence. And he's like. The real Raven, yeah. and then she turns blue, and he's like, "Yeah." Oh my god! Uh, like, I personally liked Jennifer Lawrence uh, as Mystique, it, not in 
first class, but in Days of Future Past. She's great in Days of Future Past. Yeah, not gonna and lie. I think that's I think she looks great in Dark Phoenix. Casting for Jean's great, Dark Phoenix. Magneto's obviously great. Uh, Storm looks great. Like I mean, she looks great, but she has yet to do anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this. she looks the part at least. She looks fantastic. Just give her credit for Alexandra looking the part. Ship, like salute to you. You look amazing yeah. as Storm. I wish they would give like, you the some casting for it was great. I just, yeah, I just wish they would make your character like more relevant, given that she's like pretty high class. She literally like, beat Cyclops to be leader of the X Men, and then chose to give it to him yeah and like also like if you read the comics she can change the weather across the entire planet at the same time that's, that's pretty cool that's a pretty big deal like i get i get how cyclops's power works and that's cool and all except you have two brothers that do it better but anyway storm <laughs> can literally change all the weather like that's pretty cool to like it's anything dangerous. like it can be the same thing it could be make a tornado here but then like make it snowing like the next town or you know like that's right. pretty cool, and she can do that across the whole planet. Like that's, I guess, I guess, yeah, I that's a big that. deal. Like I, I mean, so I kind of wish they'd make her character more relevant. But I, I've we, got we, a few casting issues. I was about to say things, all but. of the things we're saying is things that Marvel is already writing down. Marvel Studios is already. Oh yeah, writing they've down. already like, like. All right, here's like how make going. Storm relevant again. No problem. <laughs> uh, stop Black making three. Magneto a creeper because like he's def- <laughs> he was definitely hitting on her when she was like when she was like eighteen. He was like. You know, in his 30s, and we were all just kind of like... Uh, oh, no. Magneto's uh, definitely supposed to be 60 in yeah. Dark Phoenix. And I'm like, they're aging really fucking well because each movie, they keep skip, skipping right? a decade. Like, she was definitely, <laughs> like, late teens, you know? like I don't think he was flirting with her. Really? In that trailer? Show me the real Raven. Like, that wasn't flirting with you? like No, because he, he did a pimp move, and he was like... When he saw her in the bed, he was like... He was like, Raven... I'm tired. I just want to get some sleep. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so the curving continued even in that scene. Yeah. But yeah, he, I, but she it gets did, a lot of heat. Yeah. Man. But it did get sexual, I think, towards, towards, or it did get sexual towards the end when he was like having that conversation with her when he's like, you know, have you ever seen stripes on a tiger? And then thought it had, like, you know, have some clothes on. She was like, no. And he, then he takes the, the, yeah, like fucking uh, the th- um sheets off of her. Yeah, and she feels less naked in that scene, which I felt was I thought that was a well acted scene. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. I just she's too young for him. I felt like it was, it was too young, weird. but he didn't touch her. So, yeah, yeah. Know. I just I felt like it was weird chemistry with like yeah. But but you know Marvel's writing all this stuff down. Like yeah, let's maybe tone that down and give someone <laughs> age appropriate. Like yeah. Mar- Marvel's got this, but Dark Phoenix looks like great. I mean they've they, it looks like they did a. Based on what I saw, it looks like they're following what should, be, what should be the, uh, the, the the blueprint for this really well. That's what makes it so... They just rebooted X-Men 3, but that, like with a whole younger cast but and a better plot. But is like, this not funny, though? Like, this writer, one of the writers from X-Men 3 was so hurt that he fucked up on X-Men 3 that his whole career... <laughs> the next 14 years after was to get a chance to write it again and direct it again and then the same and he picks up the same beats from x-men 3 like he's like oh okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take charles mind wiping gene gray and then everybody calling him out on his bullshit about it right and And then magneto's gonna be in there and he's gonna be like like really supportive of psycho evil gene Grey. well see i didn't get that i didn't get that nah, bro that that, no, 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 that no. scene where he's like no because 
I see what you're saying because she was like, "Oh, it seems like you came here asking she went me for to permission him to like check to make sure it was cool." She and I think, let loose, and I think that's, and I think that's a uh, what do you call it? A it's a misdirection. Oh, I honestly think Magneto is going to be the good guy in this movie. I think everybody that watches this movie is going to agree with Magneto and like look at the X Men and be like. Wow, they're fucking idiots. Oh, dude, I'm already on Magneto's side. Yeah, but, because from the like even from the comics and stuff, way back when like Oh well, I'm not gonna talk about his normal motivations. I feel like this one is gonna be the one where it's like he's definitively like making the right call. Like I think he's not even thinking about mutants all the way. Like he's not fighting for mutants, he's fighting for the world. Like, he's like, she's going to kill everybody. Yeah. So we yeah. need to kill her. And then there's gonna yeah. be some X Men that like think like oh, oh we could never kill right. her like, well there's gonna be some that are like that oh yeah there's some, gonna be some, some that, that are, are gonna be on his side are yeah, it's to gonna be like civil war but for x-men yeah and so he's gonna be like all right who's with me like this is not this is no longer a race war guys this is a, a human this race is like literally <laughs> just a living thing problem like the phoenix force literally destroys everything before it leaves yeah like, and that's so, its whole mo like, yeah so i so i think that's that is the one interesting aspect of this movie that i'm like really excited to see because michael fassbender is such a phenomenal actor yeah i do think that he is gonna be on her side up until a point though I oh think like that when he sees her nature. right like i think he's gonna see her at the beginning and be like oh she could help me kill all the humans or something and he'll be really on board just like he was in x-men 3 but he'll see how quickly she spirals out of control and how much, how I mean, much he waited more pretty, powerful. I mean, he waited till like the very end to kind of realize she was bad news. Like, yeah, like, like in the last one, it like was like she let him, ki- like she let her kill his best friend in front of him. He's like, okay, well, I'm not right. gonna let his and death then, go in vain. And then turn his girlfriend back into a human. And oh, well, he kind of did that on himself, I which mean, was a pimp move because yeah. he was like, wow, you were so beautiful. And then walked <laughs> with his pimp cape on. And yeah, he like looked at her like she was like ugly. I was like, wow, he really was about that furry life. But you know, but yeah, no, I I, uh, I I like this. I'm really excited for this. I'm, I, I like the I like the cinematography. Uh, the director said he was going for a Logan vibe, and I definitely kind of see I, that. I kind of get that like, from this because you you know this is dark. Like no pun intended, but like you know this is the tone be dark stuff. But like, you know what's weird was really weird is that he's like yeah i'm trying to make it as different from x-men 3 as possible and then like he but swapped out literally he swapped out the cure storyline for just aliens that want to get gene on their side and i'm like and that isn't shown in the trailer at all and so people are just thinking, oh it's gonna be another serious x-men movie but when like trailer 2 comes yeah. And they show the fucking aliens who may or may not be scrolls because, you know, Fox shares the rights yeah, to scrolls with. And they have been known to fuck over at Marvel Studios with, like, right. the right sharing with Quicksilver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. And so, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that how that shakes plays out. out. Yeah. And I already know Mystique is totally dead. She's totally dying in that shit. The signs are already pointing to her not making it. I mean, I mean, they showed a funeral sequence. Yeah. And we already know Jennifer Lawrence really hates being put in that makeup. Uh, also, like, we've seen Days of Future Past, and we know that, like, mutants dying is kind of, like, just a regular thing. I know they rewrote that timeline, yeah. but they have to get to that point for them to be able to go back in time and rewrite it anyway. So time travel works. Let's not, let's not think about it. It'll hurt, our, it'll hurt, your, it'll just, hurt our head. I'm just saying that, like, it's very likely she's the one. Like, oh yeah someone's it, got bite it right i mean and you see uh fucking uh b 
beast like like he's, smack a bottle of like yeah he's so like distraught and like that's what i'm thinking is the thing that sets magneto off is that well, he's like, standing with him he's standing with magneto and then Professor x is like don't fucking do this because you know that's every fucking x-men movie yeah. he's like eric don't do this and he's literally just sitting there like oh i'm gonna do this you had to know i was gonna do this like <laughs> like i'm toxic i'm trash come on <laughs> like, you like this he's trash not, he's not toxic he's yeah. not trash yeah he's like come on he's like come on Magneto might as well be the good guy because literally all he wants to do <laughs> is make sure that mutants aren't like enslaved or eradicated by like, like eradicating human beings look man sometimes you have to make tough decisions <laughs> and if, he's like if your only options are mass genocide and your own demise most of us <laughs> pick mass genocide like no I, I feel like there's like a third option which is coexisting yeah because that's going so well humans coexist so well with each other we totally handle mutants great right? they don't but at least we could just squabble like squabble we throw nukes at each other like we kill each other all the time. But right? I don't think in the X-Men world, like, I don't think... You don't really... think humans are as petty in the X-Men world as they no, are no, in the no, world? I think, no, I think they are petty. Like, I think, you know, they probably get, you know, the cops called on them for hanging out. And then it's just like, like, you know, oh, we heard... bottles of water. Or like, oh, we heard you were, uh, you know, using your powers to, you know, get some, uh, phase through the vending machine to get some snacks. And it's like... So it's just like, immediately kill them, you know. Well, you can always say, oh, I'm not a fucking mutant. And then they're just like, oh... Well, I can't really prove it because you don't really look like a mutant. It, unless the ones that actually look like mutants, they have the, yeah, they have the that, worst. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Night, like Nightcrawler or something. But, you know, I think there's a lot of people that are hyped for this movie and have forgotten about X-Men 3, so they don't really see. We're all going to sweep X-Men. I can't sweep it under the rug. It hurt, my, it hurt <laughs> me to my... Like, there's certain movies that, like, that... Just kind of hurt. That still, like, I remember because when I saw X-Men 2... X-Men 2 was... It the, was good. The end of X-Men 2 when Jean is sacrificing herself and she starts to get the Phoenix yeah. fire and I'm like, oh shit, like they're like... And this is 2003 me, so I'm like oh, 11 yeah, yeah. or some you shit. You were hyped. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, they're doing it. And they yeah. kill her off and then I'm like, okay, so I know where this is going. And then by the end of the movie, they have Jean talking about evolution and how it makes a new, takes a new step and then they show the lake and then you see this silhouette of like yeah. a bird, a fiery bird, but just yeah. as it's about to come out of the water, and the music is crescendoing, yeah. and you think it's coming, directed just, by yeah. Brian Singer, and, and like I was like, oh my god, like I was telling my my, I think I was telling my brother and my mom, I was like, oh, it's like the the phoenix, that's what they're gonna do for three, and they were like, what, what the fuck, like what are you talking about? You guys don't know about the. Phoenix. I was Let like, me tell you everything about the. Phoenix. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you guys didn't see that outline of a bird in the water, and they were like, no, I didn't see it. I just saw the lake, well, a water, and well, I was just like, don't worry, we're gonna rewatch the whole movie again, <laughs> and then pause at this scene for you. X Men Two was great. I know the only the only thing that you and I differ on X Men Two is that you think it was a lot darker the, than I do. It is a dark movie, uh, and it's the best out of the the franchise yeah that's that's fair it it, was. it's it's the it's the empire strikes back of them all it was i mean that's, yeah that's fair. <laughs> but uh but yeah i think yeah this is gonna be great I, well i hope it's going okay. to be great fox needs to not ruin this because this, this was is... supposed to come out in november yeah and then they were like oh well we got to reshoot the third act because apparently the third act was really weird to them and they were like all right so we got to wait for everybody to be available we got to reshoot this shit in the fall and then we will release the movie in february so i'm like okay so that right there says that you know 
If you if you go to a screening of this, you cannot ruin this for me, dude. Like, I'm not gonna say anything about it. Or taking with you. I don't care which, but like do not <laughs> don't don't talk about it. Don't post spoil nothing. Well I'm gonna do a podcast about it, like the week of just like I'm doing with Venom. So, you know, like But I'm real serious about this. Do not ruin this for me. Like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are hyped about it. I don't understand why they're so hyped about it because Sophie Turner Turner just got introduced as Jean Grey in the last X Men movie. And we got to see her use her Phoenix power, which clearly undercuts this movie because she's supposed to in this movie she apparently absorbs phoenix force energy yeah the phoenix like chooses a telepath yeah but i'm like why did but i'm like that doesn't make any sense because the last movie she had it so what 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 are we going with guys don't don't worry about (laughs) don't don't look at all that don't look at facts and details and you know continuity but i feel like nobody actually pays attention to any of these movies they're just oh cool and then they just move on about their day, and then another X-Men movie comes out, and they're like, oh, cool. Because we all knew that the day was going to come when Fox was going to have to give this up, so we're all just riding this out, man. <laughs> this is them. Just let us have this. No, this literally looks like the last swing before you get knocked out. It is. Like, <laughs> this is it for them. So they're just going out with a bang. Like, we all know most of the X-Men, let's be real, of all the X-Men movies, right? Almost every single one of them has continuity issues. Yes. Issues following... Not just like a basic plot line, but like issues following the plot line these things are based on in the first place. Mm-hmm. Casting issues. Every X Men movie has basically all the problems a movie could have. Right. So let's not act like this is going to be, you know, that much different. <laughs> we all know this movie is going to have continuity issues, <laughs> it's realism issues. It's basically like, Charles and uh, Eric's relationship. Look, I'm trash. Just, just <laughs> yeah. like, you already knew I was gonna do this. No, that's my relationship. Like, yeah, this, this mean, is literally my relationship with the X Men movies. It's like I go to see him, I get hype, and they're like, "Look, I ain't shit. I ain't never gonna be shit." But I <laughs> but, love you. Yeah, like, yeah, but I love you. And Come you on. love me. Yeah, and I'm just like, like this is. I the want best. you back. Like it's basically like this is the best you ever gonna get. Know, and Marvel's right? like. Nah, you can do like Marvel is like Marvel's the, literally the side guy waiting. Yeah, like, it's like come on, I can, I can, like be that. I could be better than yeah, him. Yeah, I'm like that's clearly the better choice. Marvel's you, in the gym. Yeah, like, but you, you know. like trash people, so you just yeah, <laughs> you're like yeah. Wait. <laughs> so this is so, so this is but where you know what? this is gonna be like high quality trash. What do you think of their costumes? Actually, I black and I yellow, like, black I like and the yellow. costumes. I I think. <laughs> I think they do a good job with the costumes. They kind of have like the X Men Evolution vibe going on almost. I thought they nailed it in at the end of Apocalypse when they're like in the training the sh- room. The show Evolution, by the way, not. The yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think uh, with the, uh, the at the the training sequence at the end of X Men Apocalypse, I thought they had the costumes perfect, and then in this they're just like cheap cosplay black with yellow. <laughs> I mean, I almost like, I'm the, like what the, the cosplay this? vibe they're going with because like it's so true to the It's not armored, like there's no armor yeah, or anything. It just it's, looks it's like they put on It's not practical at all, but it's fun. Like I'm not <laughs> Look, fun. we I just told you. This movie just like every other X-Men movie is going to have a lot of trash elements. Like <laughs> it's going to have a lot of trash in it, but it's still going to uh, be better than most of what we could have ever seen out of Fox. I really hope so. I mean, the seat the like I said, cinematography looks great. The dialogue looks great. It seems like they're really going for an emotional backstory, even though I don't know what it could be that, you know, they show that they show show that Jean killed their parents on accident in the trailer. But I'm like, if that's the thing that Professor X erased from her mind, like, 
I don't know if that's enough to really. I think it's that, and then like got to be something more traumatic. As as like as she uncovers that, she starts probably to wonder like what else has been kept from me, and there's been other things that like have been kept. Because even in other X Men movies, we find out like in X Men Three, we find out he's been doing this for a while. <laughs> Mind com- raping people. Like, yeah, basically. And in the comics, like like you find out he's he's done some dark stuff like with his powers, like so like I know there was some other stuff. I think it all sets her off as it slowly unravels, and as you know, as the as the barriers in her mind start to crumble, like she gets more and more unhinged, and the power comes out as a result of that. You like, know, do you think that they might have went too far in the reg- like the original cut of this movie, and then they were like, "We need to reshoot this." Like, I feel like that might why have they pushed it back. So far. yeah, like I have a feeling that the movie actually is darker than like we. Because you've got like a teenage girl murdering the planet, like well, yeah. that and whatever her psychological issues might be, like whatever. I'm sure, there's like her depression, tra- and anxiety, and like yeah. other like serious real issues yeah. that like, people have. And on top of that, she has a limitless supply of world-ending power, and so, she's a teenager. So she's having a mental breakdown at the same time as she's getting all of this power. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy, the director, was like, "Oh yeah, that shot that you see that's super creepy at the end of the trailer, which gives me chills every time I see it." Which was weird, where, where she has like, she's kind of silhouetted in darkness, and her eyes are like slightly yeah, the, glowing just a little bit, yeah. and she's got like, she's like cracks showing, yeah. and and her hair is kind of jiggling. Because like the phoenix is hard to contain in a physical form, you know. So yeah, the phoenix is an entity. In yeah, and I was like, thing. I don't, I was like, why is this so creepy to me? I don't know. Why it's, it's creepier than the. The right. X Men Three version where she just became like a demon that face. That was dark looking. Like, I, like I was concerned. Yeah, like it was concerned about her after that. Like you really need some sun or yeah, something. Taking people's belts off with their yeah, powers. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that seemed like she did not need to do that. Could have no. easily just. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Gene. Maybe we should stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> just like sexually assaulting Logan. Like okay. That's... He was okay with it though. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make it okay? Like what? Yeah, Logan was like, oh, I've been through. I've been through worse. <laughs> got, as soon as they put Adamanti in him, he got shot in the head. Like, yeah. But I think, uh, yeah, what were we saying before we spiraled in the dark I jokes? I totally can't remember now. <laughs> oh, God. Just just move oh. on past this. Yeah, I was trying to say, oh, yeah, the director said that that look with uh, Jean Grey was like, for, on, the, on the Phoenix scale of 1 to 10, was like a 3. And I was like, all right, bro, you're hyping this shit up way too fucking much. Because, like, if you say that that is a 3 and that's giving me the, the creeps... Like her full Phoenix form on a, at a ten needs to yeah. be like it needs to be like comic book shit like yeah. full on look. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, we'll we'll see what they do with it. I'm optimistic about this one, but that might just because I'm I'm biased. I like this storyline. So I mean, it's a great storyline. It's the most iconic X Men storyline of all time. So well, Apocalypse was supposed to be, but I don't see how it was. I think he's the most popular character, but he never had the most popular storyline. I think. It, oh, okay, fine. But his storyline like was great. Cool. He's like Venom. Bad. Yeah, like, he's like Venom. Like he looks cool and. Yeah. You know. I did not like the Apocalypse movie. <laughs> like I just, I had so many issues with it. That I thought I the beginning. I thought the beginning was kind of cool when they show like Egypt and stuff, and right, then the Egyptians yeah. were like, "Man, fuck this mutant guy." Let's betray him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, these mutants are, like, trying to... Pre- or those four horsemen uh, mutants were trying to protect them and shit. Yeah. But then the movie just got mud- muddied with, like... Yeah, it, was, it, it got, had to do so much. Like, had, yeah, they set them they set themselves up for failure with Apocalypse. They had not done enough of the legwork. And they tried to do it all <laughs> in one movie. Let's introduce all the new... Or the young X-Men. Let's introduce... Let's, like, 
have a Wolverine cameo. Let's yeah. bring Psylocke into it. Let's like bring Archangel into it. Let's... Which are great characters, but like you just you almost you suicide squatted it. We just threw them in there and then was, expected us all to jump on. They board. tried to compete with Marvel movies or regular superhero movies now because X Men movies haven't been known for their fights. Yeah. sequences and apocalypse was them trying to say oh let's like use all the powers to fight like let's show that for the first time that was a great idea yeah but you just didn't do it, it was well. too much yeah. it, it was it was too much and then they had all these conflicting storylines with magneto like trying to be a family man which was cool but I then but I, then I, I you didn't like that i honestly like magneto as like this like stoic stoic <laughs> with like uh, like an agenda and a plan but like also he has a heart of gold a for mutants gold. but no I he has th- a heart of gold for mutants he doesn't care about humans but when it comes to mutants he would literally do anything but that's what i liked about apocalypse was that after days of future past he kind of was just like all right that plan to assassinate the president failed badly and i literally almost helped cause extinction to my own race so my hatred has kind of gotten out of control so he goes away for a couple years and then we find him and he's like working in like some weird country <laughs> and he's got a human wife and a child and he's like uh, and he's happy and i was like oh that's an interesting place to i hated it i hated all of that no it was great because i was like that's what he like that's literally what he needed he was so bitter from from the family that he had lost that you know he, what he th- needed was to continue the mission <laughs> form the brotherhood but the mission save the mutant race but like, the mission was self-destructive like he found that out no the mission wasn't self-destructive there was one timeline in which this ended poorly but there are probably they changed others it by not it, by failing he changed it yeah in this one which was great but like that doesn't mean that like the mission was the it problem it was pretty bad protecting i mean mutant kind wasn't the problem like it, he wasn't he protecting was assassinating him. the president was that was i don't think that was protecting mutant kind he kind of just yeah that, he just he, he went out of hand with that but protecting the mutant species was not the issue like, i he don't definitely even, should have done that and founded the brotherhood no but it, it, everything that he's doing in each movie feels like a logistical next step for him like in this one it makes sense for him to kind of say oh i'm gonna live out in like nowhere genosha and have other mutants live there and it can be like our wakanda type situation where we can kind of we don't have to worry about fucking yeah. getting fucking sentinels showing up and whatever we're just living off the land it's great yeah and, yes, and then you know gene gray comes with her bullshit and, yeah and, ruin his life and then that probably sets him back on look charles i ain't shit i'm back on my i'm back on my bullshit right <laughs> eric no <laughs> don't do this. you're better than this and then he's just, he just looks actually, at him like you know who i am actually doesn't he say that in the trailer he's like he's like how many times do we have to do this charles where you say you say yeah. something he's like you say something but then we nobody ever listens yeah and it's just like oh yeah he was like you're always sorry charles you always say sorry and no one's <laughs> listening like, it was the most <laughs> savage line i've ever heard because like it's so true and it's so magneto he's like look man i'm really tired of your nonsense like every week you'd be like oh i'm sorry i erased everyone's memory and i'm you know abducting children and stuff like <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry that i like, almost get everyone killed every week magneto's over here like bruh I'm really tired of you almost getting us all killed. Like, you're bad at this. 
Stop. Please. Do you think if Marvel Studios gets it back, they'll keep James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender as Professor X? If they X don't, and I'm probably not going to watch. You could maybe recast Professor X. I feel. Like I have a feeling he's going to be black when he's in the Marvel Studios. That'd be great. I have a feeling. <laughs> I really have great. a strong inclination that. Professor X is going to be black in Marvel Studios. But they have found their Magneto. This is perfect. Michael Fassbender is great. Like, but I would kind of like a ripped dude to play Magneto. Like a ripped old guy. Now, if you're going to do that, you got to <laughs> go with uh, Onslaught. Like, you got to go the Onslaught timeline where, like, you know, oh, like Magneto, or, Magneto and Professor X, when they, you know, fuse together and whatever and become Onslaught, that's I thought that who was the like, ripped old guy needs to be. I thought that was like Professor X is like dark. It's, dark side it's like professor x's mind mixed with magneto's powers and they become like this new mutant yeah. all together it's like yeah, a, i don't want to see all that dragon ball z fusion shit i just know of him from, i just know of him from a uh, marvel vs. capcom 2 i think yeah he's uh he's he's pretty old. maybe I'll, I'll have to i'll have to reread yeah. and make sure that i'm correct on that yeah i gotta go back to he's that. got like he's got aspects of magneto and professor x where he like looks kind of like magneto but like like super ripped but he's like his intelligence <laughs> professor x so if you want like a ripped old guy that's you need the no i just want man because every time i see magneto in like a comic book or x-men cartoons it's, he is always, he's old and he's in shape and i'm just like he's like, like weirdly in shape i'm like, like his hatred is keeping him strong <laughs> yeah, that's what i'm saying he needs to go found the brotherhood stop playing around with charles stop having your wife and kid man none of that none of that matters yeah his brotherhood Protect has been trashed this, this, uh, most of this franchise yeah yeah basically yeah. brotherhood of mutants yeah yeah he needs to go found it and it needs to be real this time you know yeah well you know what's weird after this we do have the new mutants movie which I, is like in a weird limbo i don't like, even want to see this because i'm like after this do we really i don't like, want to see this horror movie off-brand mutant <laughs> it is nonsense where it's like oh we're a bunch of scared kids and we have these powers and the universe fill it's Everyone has powers too, man. Like, I'm not gonna go down. But the you gotta road, remember. Just, you gotta remember. I don't want to see this. Yeah, I was about to say you gotta remember. It's like, but I think you're voicing the majority. But to me, it was always like there are a lot of kids who couldn't get access to go to Xavier School for the gift. Right. I'm not like, like they that, like they, that's like, an understandable issue. It's the fact that like you had to know mutants existed in this world of yours. Like I know, but when it's happening to you. When it's happening to you, it might not be so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know I'm what not, I'm saying? I, like, I get that. You know what I I'm do. saying? Like, like you if, might. If I suddenly woke up and I had claws coming out of my hands, I would be concerned. No, there was like one comic where this kid, it was a great comic, or it, it was one of the ultimate comics where this kid woke up and he's walking to school and like he doesn't see anybody, but he sees a lot of clothes around. And he's like, okay, weird. And he goes to school, same thing. And then he realizes that his mutant powers have activated because his hormones have activated. And he his power is literally to dissolve anybody within, like, a 13-mile radius of him. So he killed, like, his entire town. And it just, like, he was, like, you know, like, he yeah. thought it was... He was, like, literally living in a horror movie. And the only person that could, like, stop him is Wolverine. And Wolverine shows up to talk to him because he's, like, in a cave, like, crying his eyeballs out. And he's just, like... Say like, hey, so you know, he's like, here's a lowdown. You're a mutant. Fish X sent me here, and he's like, yeah. So, uh, if so, one chromosome to the left, I could have been an X Men, huh? And he's like, yeah. Now finish your beer. And then the kids like, <laughs> and then the kids just like, all right, just make it quick. And then Wolverine kills him. Yeah. Yep. And I was just like, oh, okay. So there is kind of like a dark side to this. 
whole thing that we kind of don't see because the x-men movies are kind of just like i mean yeah and like in the comic they do show some stuff like that where like there's a really powerful mutant that professor x finds that like he has it's like he's basically like a time bomb like Mm -hmm. mentally where like the more stressed and anxious he gets the closer he gets to going off and basically when he goes off it's like a nuclear explosion. He just like kills everyone and everything around him. Like, yeah. whatever he gets I would love to see stressed. a movie like, like that. I would love to see an X-Men movie where it's not even about the X-Men, but it's just at the school and everybody, every character has like some type of ability that's like kind of a disability and like the teachers are kind of helping them like manage. Like, I mean, that's kind of like what happens with Cyclops at the beginning. Like, until he like gets the visor and oh, stuff, yeah. like, you know, he kind of. I mean, imagine not being able to open your eyes and look around <laughs> at stuff. Like, that's that's what should be. That's what New Mutant should be I about. Obliterate everything kids. I see. <laughs> it shouldn't be about these kids and their like horror movie antics with projecting ghosts and turning into werewolves. No, it needs to be about like Scott can't look at things. But I think that is the Jean's thing. Jean's about to murder everyone she knows. But I like, think that's the thing, though. I think they are doing that in that movie. It's just one. I think it's like. It's, it's probably got, got some twists and turns. Like, I don't think they're actually, like, at a psychological I'm, a I'm psych sure. institute. I think yeah. they're at, like, some type of government facility where they're, like, looking at yeah. just trying to capture dangerous mutants. I'm sure they're, like, under observation, you know, and they probably escape or something. Yeah, because like, there's it. a line in the movie, like, them doctors, like, oh, you know, uh, snakes are the most dangerous when they're babies because they're venom. They don't know how to, like, regulate their venom and shit like that. Yeah. And I was like... Okay, I kind of like that line because it's saying, you know, the the young mutants are the worst because they don't really fucking... They don't have control. Yeah. But by the same token, in the X-Men universe, like, most of the time, mutants get more powerful with age because they use their abilities. I know, I know. So, like... But the control of it is... Right, yeah, like, I get that. Like, like, we saw It's a double-edged sword. You get, like... You know, the lack of control gives you power, but then also the control gives you power. It's well, we it's saw Dark Phoenix. Thing. We saw Dark Phoenix, and she was like five, and she just moved her foot and swerved. Yeah, and like her. yeah, just like destroyed everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, but then like yeah, you know, on. then come we on, see fam. you know X Men Three Phoenix Jean where she like disintegrates the world because she's like having a bad day. Which I yeah was weird. Was, yeah. Was, she there wasn't was, having a there bad was no day. there was no reason for her to be doing all that like she just was <laughs> going insane just because like nothing set her off she was just going insane because the mental barriers you know were collapsing actually so. it really doesn't make sense why she was evil. right like it's just that she slowly became evil because like I, like essentially if you look at like what professor x did it's like he contained all her evil for a time i don't think he then, did like, that he just shielded like, her from psychological trauma but like, what trauma did she actually? No, he did actually no. In that movie, all he did was say he he saw that she was too powerful. And yeah, put blocks so he in her tried head. to keep her. But under then control. that power manifested into a second personality disorder. So she had a personality disorder, basically, which right. I feel like and the was phoenix inaccurate. was entrapped in the other personality, which doesn't make any sense at okay, all. Okay, they were trying to be. Gra- I I kind of get why they did what they did because I think. But it wasn't like a great move. I know it wasn't it a great move. It doesn't make a lot it, of yeah, sense. Yeah, it wasn't a great move. I just think in the the X-Men movies, like the first three, were in the time where people were trying to take superhero movies like way too seriously. And like I think Brett Ratner, because he came in after doing the Rush Hour movies, was kind of like, look, I don't get the superhero shit, but I'm going to do one. So Basically. let's make it make sense to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, Meanwhile, okay. Meanwhile, all of us nerds are just like, bro. That's not this, how it happens. This is not, like, this, <laughs> this is not how it happens. They gotta like, go to space and this alien entity got a killer. And I'm like, okay. That wouldn't have worked back in 2006. It would have yeah, been too weird. Yeah, it would have been way too much. But I wasn't even expecting that. Because X-Men 2, she was just super powerful. And I was like, okay, cool. Which makes sense. I'm rolling she with it. like, you know. Yeah, I was like, I'm rolling with it. Yeah. Cool. She's somehow got fired. Why can't you write up? this free pass for other movies, bro? Like, what's like, <laughs> you be giving X Men free passes? Like, what? because at the time it made like it made sense. I, like X Men One did such a good job of setting up everything that you were just gonna write everybody else a pass too. Huh? I only wrote X. I only wrote X Men One and Two a pass. That's it. Right. Everything else I don't like. X Men Three I don't rock with. Right. X Men Origins Wolverine. X Men First Class I, I rock with. The other Wolverine movie that no one talks about. Yeah, First Class I rock with. Days of Future Past I rock with. First Class was. It was. I don't like the mutant aspects of it, but I do like the Charles Eric aspects. Right. Of yeah. It. Okay. So I hate the movie. Magneto's parts part, are like, great. Like him killing Nazis. You yeah, have to that's, you say yeah, that's, that's great. And like they have, there are really powerful scenes. Like when Magneto is pushing that coin through that guy's brain, like <laughs> inch by inch. That was an amazing. Oh, and Eric, or and uh, Charles has to kind of like control the guy, be but in also his mind. He's feeling, feeling that. Like, yeah. He's like that was an amazingly ah! powerful scene. <laughs> When uh when Magneto is like trying to get information out of that girl, and he just like you know she goes all crystal form. He's like, oh, he's oh, cracking her. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, and then he just like starts choking her out. He's like, you oh, are definitely to gonna die. Like, yeah, he's crazy. And he did, like you know Xavier's over there like, dude, seriously, you're gonna kill her. And he's like, yeah, I know. Shut <laughs> up. Like, <laughs> he's this like, is just, part of the plan. He's like a little bit more. But yeah, I think uh yeah that movie was good. And then Days of Future Past was great because it was like kind of X Men three. Because it was directed by Brian Singer. I'm willing to give too. like Days of Future Past some credit because they really tried to fix a lot of what they broke. And to be honest, they did. And I laughed in the theater when Professor X got to read Logan's mind and he sees like images from X-Men 3 and Wolverine like screaming. And he's like, you poor, poor man. And I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, like, <laughs> I literally had to like I, I want you to know that this is all your fault too. Like this is you did this. You destroyed everything. You Thanks. know it was a dick move that Professor X didn't warn him about. <laughs> Thank you. That would have been so helpful. He's like, I made so many mistakes, young me. I would have been like, bro, the, like, do not mind rape anyone. <laughs> 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 Don't like, do it. Like I would have been literally looking at myself like, look, bro, look. This little redhead chick is gonna show up, all right? And I promise you, right now. Y'all gonna die. There is no hope. She destroys everything. You need to see her and send her back home. Like, <laughs> like some women in your life you think are crazy, but sometimes they crazy crazy. And like in the com- <laughs> in the comics, he has like a thing for Gene and like having like, like a mind yeah. relationship. It's yeah. really it's really gross. Like he's like an you old that, man. You hear She's that like audience? twelve. Uh, that's my me vomiting. Yeah. Cyclops takes so many ills. <laughs> he really does. Like everybody has had a yeah. thing with Jean Grey and yeah. then he's Except, like the, yeah. <laughs> And he's the guy that kinda just accepts it. You know what the worst part is is that like he has the longest running thing with her and it's such a train wreck. Like he destroys that relationship. It was an unhealthy relationship. I mean it was, but like part of it, it like is just him being a trash person. <laughs> like, and don't get, like, I'm a huge fan of like He's Cyclops insecure. going to the dark side. He was insecure. But like, yeah, guy. like him being like this, like, you know, this self-destructive, you know, like Boy just, Scout. just like he's the worst. He's just such a tool. Like he is a tool. And then like he, <laughs> and like he gets in this relationship with her, and it's like, 
dude, like she was messed up from the jump. And you're a trash person. Like the two of you together are not a good couple. And like I think they that have was messed the, up kids. Cable well, is well, dis- like just destroyed mentally. Like, well, I was about to say that maybe I think I think Cyclops thought that their relationship that he could save her. I think that's the the root of most damaged relationships. And she is thought that, that she could fix him. Like, yeah, it, that's always the the, da- the danger of yeah. relationships like that. Like and so I people, get it. Two people that should not be trying to help other people try to help each <laughs> try other. To help each, try to help so each you know, other. relationships. Like that's what they are. Two people who should not be together trying to fix each other for each other. Like good luck. Yeah. Let me know true. how that works out. Yeah. Well, you know, at least it's, they didn't go like the ultimate X Men route where like Wolverine was trying to mm. trying to date gene and they go on an x-men mission and cyclops like falls yeah. off a, or is about to fall off a cliff wolverine grabs him and then he's thinking he's like wait your competition and then he just lets cyclops go and then he's like oh cyclops didn't make it and then like the three months that they thought he was dead like gene and him getting a relationship yeah and then cyclops is like living off of like worms and, <laughs> and, yeah. the, and finally makes it out and like like yeah, this guy tried to kill me. I know. Like, <laughs> like just yeah, gets outed immediately. Yeah, mm. if Marvel Studios did that version, mm. stuff would get dark. That'd be interesting. Let's not. But go yeah, that route. let's not go that route. <laughs> We've been on Dark Phoenix for like half yeah, an yeah, hour. yeah. <laughs> but that shows how much material there is off of that. But now yeah. we get into even darker things in oh, real yeah. life. You want to go on this one because I feel like this is your story, <laughs> really. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is like round four of the Asia. Argento nonsense. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I thought the trilogy was over, but... <laughs> I told you, man, it's going to be a quartet. This, mm. I, I really hope this is the end of this, but you it's know not. it's not. It's really not. So, like, last last week, I guess we were talking about how Asia Argento basically, on her, like, Darth Vader stuff, said, you know, you have failed to meet my apology deadline, Rose McGowan. <laughs> You'll be hearing from my lawyers, blah, blah, blah. Like, in, like, this most cartoony of ways, you know, mm-hmm. And so Rose McGowan issues an apology, right? And like <laughs> when I when I saw that, I was shook because I was like, "How does this chick have you apologizing?" Then I read her apology, mm-hmm. and it is filled with salt, like saltier than like fresh <laughs> McDonald's fries. It was like, like a backhanded apology. Oh yeah, like she was basically still throwing shade, but like also didn't want to get sued, mm-hmm. and so she was like. So what she actually apologized for, it wasn't the fact that she called this chick out. It wasn't the fact that she was putting it everywhere. It wasn't like all the heat, all the shade throwing, none of that. What she apologized for was being factually incorrect about the kid's age that was involved. Mm-hmm. She was under the impression he was 12 and he was actually 17, you know. Mm. And in her apology, she says, basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing, so don't sue me anybody. Yeah. But um, like she says... Okay, my bad. He was 17, not 12, which, by the way, is still illegal in California. <laughs> so I don't really understand why this is like the issue you have. Mm. And then it, almost immediately after that, says uh, there should be a zero tolerance policy for sexual assault and abuse. Yeah. Like almost like the next mm-hmm. sentence, I think. Yeah. And I read the whole thing. And then I read Asia Argento's Twitter post, like following that, where she basically says, you know, I appreciate your apology, but like, I'm still salty that you dragged me through the mud, and like, that wasn't cool, blah blah blah. And then tries to like patronize her by saying, "No, get on with your day and stop ruining other people's lives, Rose. Best wishes." And I I read that like four <laughs> times, and I was like, 
this chick is gonna catch you on the street and I, just run those hands. I really feel like Rose McGowan could run up on you and like. Oh yeah, like, she'd take you out. Like, <laughs> I feel I'm, like, like you seen her in some of those like off movies that she does. She's played some <laughs> dark roles. Like I saw her in. I just some... see like real interviews with her, and I'm just like, I really think she could fuck you up. If, you oh know, yeah, like, like I feel like if you caught her on a bad day in a dark alley, it'd be an L. Like <laughs> you, you not gonna go home. So I'm, I'm shocked that Rose McGowan like made this apology, but it's not like she recanted any of her statements. She basically doubled down, but then apologized for getting the age wrong, which mm. this is still illegal. And in my personal opinion, I, I object to this morally. Yeah. I mean, I got issues with all types of what's going on here. The way, what she did, the way she did it, how she handled <laughs> it afterwards, literally top to bottom. Everything about this is terrible. But I mean, I guess like hats off to Rose McGowan for like apologizing for being wrong about the facts, but not anything else. I don't even like, know if I would would have even said, "Hey, I'm wrong about the facts." I'd be like, "What am I arguing with you about?" I'd be like, <laughs> "I'd be like, you're still a, a weird pedo." So right, like, and like even Asia Argento was even sitting there saying, like, you know, it doesn't really like your apology is great, but it doesn't change all the heat that I got for basically being called a pedophile. I'm, like, I'm like, you well, are. yeah, you you like. <laughs> You had sex with a minor. Like, in any other scenario, like, I feel like this would not be happening. We would not be having this conversation. If, like, if, like, Bill Cosby had had sex with, you know, a minor, he would be getting, you know, thrown in jail, right? That's, that's yeah. why he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Jello so, man. So you're telling me that, like, this chick's doing this and it's, it's like, she's, st- she's, she's running her mouth on Twitter while breaking the law. I've never seen. That and Anything the, and like the that. kid that she assaulted is like doing interviews, which I don't get. I'm like, bro, don't put yourself on in yeah. the media to describe how this is happening. Because one, it just it's not a good look. It's really not not a good look. Because he was the on some like are just all wrong. Yeah, he was on the international show and like like this audience, live audience, and they're asking him all these questions. He's like, oh, you like you know. uh if you weren't attracted to her, like, why were you, like, erect and stuff like that? And he was like, like, I'm like, why would you, like, as a man, why would you ask that question? Like, if any, if if a fucking alien abducts me and starts playing with me, like, <laughs> like, oh like, 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 I'm oh probably going to get, I'm probably going to get erect. Like, also, I'm, just, I'm like, not going to be in, into it. I'm going to be like, bro, stop messing with, stop doing that. I don't want to be alien. this guy because I feel like some people are going to call me <laughs> such a tool for this. I really don't care. You can give me the heat if you want. But that argument is ridiculous. It's a like, ridiculous you, argument. You saying that like, oh, well, you were attracted to her, so it's fine. That's basically what that argument is saying. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's like saying that some girl on the street gets, you know, assaulted by an attractive guy, so she must have been into it. Like, no. Yeah, that, I'm like, that argument doesn't hold any water yeah, at I'm all. Like, what's like, your, yeah, I'm like, what, like what's the... Like think about that. Yeah, like, that's I hate, that's just ridiculous I hate to me. That. Like I hate everything about this. I even kind of hate that Rose McGowan apologized, but I am glad that she cleaned <laughs> it up and said, "Okay, cool. He wasn't twelve, but also this is still she wrong and illegal, and like you should be in jail." <laughs> but I'm sorry for getting the number wrong. Maybe she was trying to be. She was trying to be slick. Like that. I think she was trying body. to like take one last shot. And yeah, then she's gonna walk away from this. Like for sure, she doesn't need this. But yeah, I just. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I took I took some serious issues with this. Yeah, I wonder what the next story will be. <laughs> Part five. <laughs> yeah, because she's been doing separate shit herself. Like Argento has done other stuff. She was talking about her boyfriend's death because he killed himself a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, the food guy. Yeah, guy who loved food. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't a part of his demographic, obviously, but yeah, Anthony uh, Bourdain. That's yeah. who it was. <laughs> but a lot of people were heard about him killing himself and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, understandably, you know. You know? 
Like, who else is gonna review food for me? You know. I'm, <laughs> Actually, that was a dick move. I was, I'm gonna take that dude, back. I was gonna say, like, come on, man, like, just die, man. <laughs> I'm gonna take lay that off back. a little bit. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take that back. But I just don't like that she was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm upset with him. I'm like, don't try to take the heat off of you. Don't take the heat off of you right, using like, this dead guy. Yeah. Your dead boyfriend. You're using your dead boyfriend to try to like pacify the masses about the fact that you committed a sexual crime. Yeah, like I know our attention span is slow because of the news cycle every day. But yeah, most people can only pay attention to one thing for 30 seconds before they, you know, <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. just have to move on to something. Yeah, but moving on to a different, different predator. Uh, Jello man himself, Bill yeah. Cosby. I should not have made the Cosby reference because <laughs> now we have to talk about this. I mean, we totally got to talk about it. I mean, uh, Bill Cosby has been sentenced to was uh, it uh, three to ten? Yeah, three. That's that is a wild like to like number to right? number like, sentence. Like, like I would say, like like realistically for me, I would be like, hey, it's looking like at least like a seven to ten. Thing. Right. And I'd be like, all right, so there's like at least like three so years. There's no like, hope of me getting out in time <laughs> yeah. to see Dark Phoenix. Just like, <laughs> Bro, I would start if if I got sentenced to three to ten years, I'd be like, like, listen, <laughs> there's still some shit I gotta see. Like, 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 I gotta see in, like in Avengers Endgame. Like, yeah, I was like, just put me in jail after Avengers. I'm, I'll be at peace. I don't even care. But what I need happens. probation for uh for Black Panther two. I just I need it. I can wait. I can you wait. You can wait. Yeah, I'll binge, I'll binge watch them all, and by the time I get no. out, Storm will be introduced in it, and, and they'll, they'll have, have their kill- kid, and he'll basically be like... No, they won't do Yo, that. Yo, I know how you feel about this, and we're gonna talk about this at some point. I just... Let's, I don't understand your beef let's get ba- let's, I don't understand your beef with Captain Marvel, but we won't get into that. Yo! Anyways, let's get <laughs> into Jell-O... No <laughs> let's get back into Jell-O Man himself. I like Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right, whatever. Well, anyways, America's dad... You know, they they showed a whole mug shot. He was and not looking happy. Cosby sweater, man. Yeah, he wasn't looking happy in that mug shot. I mean, he, well, he has been taking L's for how long now? <laughs> I mean, you can see the L's weighing on his face and shoulders. Yeah. Just like they're gonna tattoo one on him soon. Yeah, and I still see a lot of like Facebook posts where it's like, oh, you know, he's innocent. You tried to buy NBC, and like, this is the fucking <laughs> this is the man setting him up. I'm like. No, this is like his fucking sins coming back to haunt him. Yeah. His classic movie tropes. I had someone tell me, like, there's a there's a girl I was talking to who told me that she personally feels like uh, these women came forward now to try to, like, make something of this because at the time they were, like, just having fun. Mm-hmm. And now they see, like, she almost tried to make it seem like they saw an opportunity here and tried to capitalize on it. And I was like... <laughs> That's some real dark, messed up stuff. And I mean, like, I'm sure out of the 60 women that, that did, you know, say that they were raped by him, I'm sure there was a small percentage of people that were doing that. But I but I think the majority was definitely like... I don't know, man. I personally... Because there were some that like, were thrown out. I mean, yeah, there were. Because it was like, okay, you're obviously, you know, that comes with the part of being a celebrity. Like, there are going to be some... If you get charged for anything or you get an allegation or anything, there's going to be somebody else saying, hey, I'm going to, you know, come out of that. Because you don't know how crazy people can be. You might have a one night stand with somebody and then <laughs> you didn't have them sign a waiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> and I'm just saying, I knew you were I'm just, bring that I'm just saying, like, that's a thing in celebrity, celebrity worlds now. Like, you have to, yeah. you can't even, like, really get with people like that. No, yeah, I, I get know, it. So. I, I really, 
I really hate to believe that it's even remotely possible that any of these women came out just to capitalize on an opportunity they saw. I yeah. really want to believe any and everyone who says that they were assaulted in any way and have it thoroughly investigated. And That's what I'm saying. It should be investigated. Like, yeah. I, it bothers me that there's a potential that that could be the case that like some of these people were just trying to capitalize on this but i would the argue majority. that even if that's true the vast majority are like, like real legitimate like claims. a wise like, man 50 cent his character canaan and power said this and he said whatever it is they say he did he did that shit <laughs> <laughs> and i find that and yeah. i find that that holds true if yeah. enough people say the same thing and they're from totally different backgrounds and like their facts specifically like are pointing or are like eerily similar and they don't it's like clear they don't know each other yeah it's like okay there's some truth here like like there's oh me and you we we get that yeah like if somebody's like if a bunch like heard rumors about ourselves and each other (laughs) yeah if somebody from like panama says oh yeah daniel he like I don't know. He he killed that guy. Yeah, he killed that guy. He, he, and he snapped his neck and he sang a particular song when he did it. And then somebody from <laughs> yeah, and then somebody from like Asia says the same thing. You're gonna be like, all right, there's no way that they know each other. So yeah, it's really it's unlikely true. that this is like you know false. So we're gonna go ahead and arrest you. Yeah, and you know, yeah, 60 I mean, counts I, is a lot. Yeah. Like you're in, he's got to be in jail for like the rest. I think that's on one count. Like the three to ten is off of like one thing, from like two thousand four. Yeah, but I feel like they didn't they didn't really need to slap him with like what three years <laughs> for each of the six uh, for each of the sixty counts <laughs> would be hundred eighty years in prison, and this guy's gonna be alive for twenty more like at most. Like, he doesn't have much time left. Yeah, like so I don't really feel like they needed to slap him with this egregious amount of prison time. Like, yeah, just, and I mean I'm sure he's gonna have very high maintenance, uh, like you know pudding. You know, <laughs> in jail, he's probably gonna have the best brands of pudding and Jello. He's gonna get his sweaters too. They are gonna <laughs> give him some sweaters, like quality Freddy Cosby Kruger. sweaters. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> you know, but what? It, never mind. I was about to put some. I was about to say something real dark. What if, like, in the future, it turns out he was innocent the whole time? Yeah, but that's not. That's that's not. That, that's that not. That, we don't really live in that reality. You're gonna disprove all sixty counts? Yeah, I'm not gonna disprove that. Seems that. Like a stretch. Like, like I know the black demographic, the black majority. We want to see our our people <laughs> get out of situations oh like this, but it rarely does it happen. OJ. He 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 came clean, you know. He he he, he came out of that clean, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like if that happened today, would you be like he didn't do it, given the evidence? I don't know, man. Like I saw the evidence and it looked uh, did not look great. I was about to say, like, about to say the glove did not fit. That's the like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that is like the one thing that like I'm. <laughs> You know, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, the glove didn't fit. The glove fit. didn't fit, There's man. There's a lot of other sketchy parts of this story, but the glove didn't fit. But there's, so. like, that black side of me that's like, oh, he did that shit. <laughs> I try really hard to, like, remove that as a factor. Like, I, I try really hard not to have racial bias, but, like, it's kind of hard, hard because that, spe- like, that specifically had some racial bias. Well, that and then people who like sports because some people treat football like it's fucking like it's, God. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, you know, the juice, he couldn't have killed anyone. It's like, you know? are you sure? <laughs> like, Dan might have too. We don't know. Like, you could look at Dan and be like, he would never kill anyone. I but snapped. then, like, 
But then, like, I, you know, I, I go into the bathroom, and there's a body in there. What am I supposed to think? Like, that would you, be pretty dark. What you want me to say after I find a body, Dan? Like, you want me to just walk out? We still cool? Like, <laughs> you'd be like, there obviously is a reasoning for this. I would literally come right back out here and be like, so, Dan, what, talk to me, man. What's, what is this? I'd be like, what I it, had to defend myself, and then, you know. I would literally just was, look at you, shake my head, and be like, why <laughs> is there a body in the bathroom? I don't care that there's a body. I want to know why it's in the bathroom. Incriminating yourself right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're, you're incriminating yourself in this story. But I appreciate appreciate you wouldn't run, try to run for the door and have to chase after you. Let's be real. Like, if you just took this guy (laughs) out, like, I know you're going to try to take me out. I'm the only witness. Like, yeah, I know you coming for me next. Me as a serial killer just doesn't look good. But. Speaking of serial killers, yeah, Halloween is looking to hook a forty million opening record for the franchise. I'm surprised because we got seventeen of these movies and I haven't seen one. <laughs> it's not one. seventeen; it's like eight or nine. <laughs> and I haven't seen one. I'm having a Halloween marathon marathon soon, so I already made Halloween Y'all plans be. for you this year. Actually, uh, <laughs> you coming with us? Actually, I already got. I'm not going anywhere with you. <laughs> you saying that, <laughs> bro, bro, bro? Check this out. I'm though. not going I anywhere got the with hotel you. Room I want for us picked no. out. Like, me, you, and everybody we bring them with, man. We got like adjoining hotel rooms. In oh, I'm talking top floor. Bro. I'm old like, now. Balcony outside. I'm old as hell now. Like I'm gonna be sitting off fireworks from the balcony just into the city, man. Like nah, I good. got Halloween ready for us. I'm straight. I don't want any part of whatever. I got people hitting me up with their cosplay ideas, sending pictures of them. I'll show you. I don't want later no. I don't want any part. Of, I don't want any part of this because last I'm year. Was, your whole life. No, last year was too much. So. This year, I was like, if I have, like, another party or a gathering, it's going to be smaller, more, you know. Yeah, you, you told me that, right? And what did I tell you? Uh, no. I said no? <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I just, yeah, man, I, we're going out. Uh, I got the hotel room I want for us, you know. You're saying this on the weekend, like a Friday or Saturday or something it's like that? the whole weekend, bro. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> like, that's that's asking going, too much of me. We going back to back to back. Nah, it's too much. But anyways, back to the re- other Halloween. I was saying, <laughs> they're saying that this movie is a, uh, uh, you know, doing a, it's in demographics. It's doing pretty well with men over twenty five, and it's, you know, it's tracking very strong with women too. And I think that's great because when the trailer, you know, you see, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis uppercut Michael, and that's like a first in the Halloween yeah. franchise. We've never seen Michael Myers get uppercut. By anyone. He doesn't take a hit. Much like, less well, yeah, he's been hit, but he's whoa. never been uppercut like that. Yeah. Or hit like, by a woman, falls down the stairs. I'm like, that's pretty badass. And it's by the his first like right? victim that got away. Because like I know the background of these movies is that like Michael's basically like I mean, he doesn't he doesn't really take any else. He doesn't like, have a he he feels nothing. Yeah, he's so the like shape. It's, it's like to see him like, you know, Take a hit. I was like, dang. I thought that like this dude was invincible. Yeah, I want to see a Logany aspect to it because they're both old. So I, I like they both have to die. Like yeah. she can't kill him and or he can't kill her it's, and ride off yeah. into the sunset. It's like no, they both are the yin and yang of each other. They have both. What do you call it? A. Uh, I don't know. Made each other. Who they are. Who they are. And without the other, they kind of don't... Like, Michael, to his, like, not on purpose, he has made Laurie a strong, yeah, stronger person, you know, mentally and physically and, psycho- and just, like, you know, thinking one step ahead and stuff like that. And then, you know, Michael is kind of... I think he's 
is get is giving him like enough like to live off of for like yeah, twenty like, years to be like I'm gonna get out, him, you know? Yeah, a, yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna get out. But in the first or the latest trailer, they just showed how his mind works, and he's just walking down the street. Yeah, I saw during that, Halloween. Yeah. yeah, and then he just sees somebody working on their yard in their backyard, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go kill them." And, and then he just walks. Because I actually want to go see this, I did get a synopsis of like some this of the watching. prior Halloween movies. I'm not watching all those movies. I'm not gonna show you all of them. I'm just gonna show you the important ones. One, two. And then uh, H2O, which is basically this movie, but they did it in the 90s where she's like in her 40s and she's got a kid and, you know. Not watching that. He comes back. It's kind of I can already tell you I'm not watching that one. We're watching that one. Trash. It's great. And then uh, (laughs) Halloween Resurrection with Buster Rhymes where they go to his house. All right, I'm going to watch that because Buster Rhymes is in it. Yeah, and he goes like, trick or treat, motherfucker. And then he like uses karate on him and it was great. I thought he was going to shoot him. You know? No, he doesn't shoot him because, uh, you know. That'd be too easy. Too ghetto. Too ghetto. You know, just pop him real quick. All right, never mind. I'm done. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then there's the remakes, which were really I'm weird. I'm not watching, like, any of these. <laughs> like, I know you just gave me a whole list and you have it all them. planned out. Like, I just, the only Halloween plans we have are to get lit. So. I am not getting lit. You're I saying. am rejecting the book of Latiticus. Chapter oh one, three, eight. Yo, take several seats. I am at home. <laughs> I will. I will. When this is going on, I'll be at home, like oh, watching man. horror movies, missing out, man. But uh, yeah, I think that's it for this week. But before I go, recently I had a contest on my Facebook page about uh the Venom screening that's happening uh this. Or next Wednesday, October 3rd at uh, Mission Valley Cinema. Two tickets free for people who entered into the contest. And so I am about to do a raffle for the people who, uh, you know, signed up. So hopefully they I'll keep you honest. I'm watching. Yeah, so I'm viewing results. I'm using an app called uh, Briffle Raffle. I put your names in and all that stuff. All right, here we go. All right, so the first or the winner is Hector Hugo Gallo. I'm, I didn't say your last name right, bro. I'm sorry, but we we go way back from uh, high school, man. So congratulations, but uh, fear not because I have another set of two tickets. So yeah, I'm I'm being super generous. <laughs> so uh, second place was Anissa E. Cry or no Anissa E. Cosby. Sorry, I said your name wrong. You just first. butchered everybody's name. I did, I wow. did. But hey, can you do better? But you won, you won, you won some tickets. So I hey, hope congrats, you, guys. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the movie. You guys might see me there. Well, I'll be there, but I'll probably be in front of the line. Quick tip: make sure to get there early because it's a big movie. This is a really big movie, you know, yeah. undeniably, yeah, which is yeah. weird to say. But uh, yeah, I would no, get there at like you know five if you can. The movie's probably going to start at 7, so, you know, enjoy the movie. You'll get your tickets on Saturday, so, yeah. Enjoy, woo. Yeah, congrats. (laughs) All right, well, until next time, guys, peace.